Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ DeMers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 169 for Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? You having a great week? You enjoying life as it very slowly returns to something that kind of looked like normal? Yeah, as things reopen, unless you're in the United States, in which case, hello, United States onesies, enjoy your apocalypse. Um, I hope you guys are doing good, and I hope you're, you're listening to the rules and uh, and being good. I actually, you know what? I'm going to remember to read something. I'm going to write that note down right now. Not even done my intro and already making notes. Read Facebook post. I read something from a friend that they posted. I, I read like the opening two lines and I'm like, oh, she's posting something about some stupid place. And actually it was just a really cool, well-written sort of, I don't want to say satire. It was just like a clearly adverse point. Adverse? You know what? I'm not. Uh, I'm not a good talker. Right, I should probably stop having a show where I talk. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm going to read that Facebook post to you guys. In fact, I might even start with it since I have no direction whatsoever. But I'm going to tell you guys about, I, I definitely played through The Last of Us Part Two yet again. Uh, a friend of mine, Angie, we, we burned through the first one. We burned through the second one. I'm not even going to go into it. Just, that just spent a lot of my evenings in the last week. But I had a good time. I've been playing the forest with my buddies. I went over to my mom's place uh, for, for dinner with her and her uh, one of her coworkers, a good friend of the family. He's a good dude. And that uh, escalated into like a little backyard party. Uh, I did some shopping this week. And I'll tell you guys what I purchased and what my plans are with said purchases. Uh, I bought my first mask of the season. I don't know if that's uh, if that counts for anything. You know what I mean? Like everyone's been buying masks since COVID began. I've been given free masks many times over the course of COVID. But, uh, but I bought my own now with my own money like an adult. Spent my allowance on it, you guys. Um, but I got, uh, you know, I went, to, I, I did, I got some food. I went back to uh, crazy for you, and I'll tell you guys about that. Uh, and then I'm going to tell you about some weird sex conversations, huh? Some weird stuff about sex, because I want you to laugh at least once during this podcast, and everything else is kind of boring in my opinion. Uh, but I got some other good news. I'll tell you some cool stuff that's coming up, and let's just get right into it. So I am going to hum into the microphone until I can find my post from Facebook today, unless Facebook has made itself easy to navigate again, and I can literally just go right to my profile, which I seem to have been able to do. Now I'm just going to scroll down to make sure it's there. Oh, here we go. Oh, maybe something that I should mention is the fact that my good friend from Halifax, Matt, is here with me recording the podcast. I was like, I'm going to do all the intro, and then I'm going to bring him in. I'm like getting ready to read this thing like you're not even here. Welcome back to the podcast, Matt. Thanks, Josh. It's uh, good to be shut back. Shut up. Uh, Hi, everybody. Just, <laughs> just can you imagine? Just throw it at him. <laughs> hey, guys, shut up. Uh, no, I'm glad to have you back, buddy. We're going to have fun. We, Thanks, like, man. We, we went to eat today, so we're going to talk about that and all the, the, weird, the weird shit. We're going to talk about 50% of the weird shit that we talked about, because we talked about other weird shit that's like... 
that's poisonal. It's yeah. poisonal. Um, so I, my friend uh, Vanessa, a uh, good friend of the podcast, good friend of mine, she's recorded with me. I just got back from her place in London. Vanessa posted this earlier today, and uh, I, I thought this was interesting. So this is what the post says. It's it's a uh, she took a picture, I guess, from an article. I don't know if she. she I, I saw it on her page. It doesn't look like she took it from something else. Red listens to the podcast, so she can correct me for for its source. But uh, this is what it says. It says the article is called "Freedom to Not Wear a Mask." So this is what it says. Welcome to the Freedom Cafe. We trust you to make your own choices if you want to wear a face mask. And in the same spirit of individual liberty, we allow our staff to make their own choices about the safety procedures they prefer to follow as they prepare and serve your food. Uh, We encourage employees to wash their hands after using the bathroom, but understand that some people may be allergic to certain soaps or may simply prefer not to wash their hands. It is not our place to tell them what to do. We understand that you uh, may be used to chicken that has been cooked to 165 degrees. We do respect that some of our cooks may have seen a meme on YouTube, sorry, seen a meme or a YouTube video saying that 100 degrees is fine and we do not want to encroach on their beliefs. Some servers may wish to touch your food as they serve it. There is no reason that a healthy person with clean hands can't touch your food. We will take their word for it that they are healthy and clean. Water temperature and detergent are highly personal choices, and we allow our dishwasher te- sorry dishwashing team to decide how they prefer to wash the silverware you put in your mouth. Uh, some of you may get sick, but almost everyone survives food poisoning. We think you'll agree that it's a small price to pay for the sweet freedom of no one ever being told what to do, and especially not for the silly reason of keeping strangers healthy. Mm. <laughs> I, I thought it was a great point. Basically, like people are like, no, I don't want to wear a mask. And I'm sure I've got one or two onesies who might share that. It's for the better good. So um, in that same vein, if you're someone who doesn't want to wear a mask, I hope that you're good with everyone else just deciding what they do and don't want to do with health things, which I think is a great little point in that article. Matt, your thoughts? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We uh we we had some uh, we had some bomb earlier, and I'll, I'll talk about that a little later on. We're gonna wait and uh, and bring that back up a little later on. I uh I I just mentioned that I that I played Last of Us two again. I'm I'm not even gonna talk about. it. I'm just gonna say that's what I did. So in case it's like, wow, you really had a boring week. I had a great week, fun time. I'm just not going to talk about it because I've already talked about the Last of Us to an extent. I did play with some friends the forest, which is sort of a fun game where you're building and running away from cannibals on an island. So you're trapped on an island. It's almost like Swiss Family Robinson meets, you know, the the Green Inferno or something horrible. Some horrible cannibal movie. You were you were asking me about that, Matt. Yeah, it looks like a fun game. Uh you kind of showed me a bit of it the other day. So it seems interesting. It's like building basically. Oh my God. What, what is with the fucking recording this week? I feel like I'm weight. My levels are too high, but I don't. Oh, is that what I forgot to check, do? Check. Did I turn not? I, I must've not turned up my headphone volume. Cause I'm not used to doing that. I can't okay. right the recorder since there's two of us. Well, Alphonic, do your work of cleaning up my audio afterwards. See, there now I can hear myself. Yeah. I usually have it at that volume. Can you hear me? Well, yeah, I can hear you good? a lot better. I can okay. hear, my, hear myself better too. Okay, yeah, I turned us both up. Yeah, and usually I have it, but like, yeah, whatever. You know what? I'm sitting there going, so quiet. I'm going to fucking jack up the volume on, on this thing. Nope. All right, so I hope you guys could hear me okay the whole time. I hope Alphonic cleans everything up. All right, point is, uh, the forest. It's fun because it's a nice like 3D builder. So what I really like about it is the building. You can put peaceful mode on and not ever run from cannibals, but like everything that we're building is like towers and bridges and walls. Like you're building fortification from danger, 
So what's what's kind of fun about the game is like you got to go out into the woods and chop down trees and pick up sticks and stuff to build this shit. So when you're out there and vulnerable, these things are attacking you. And so the whole point is like you you could put peaceful mode on like you have to pick one or the other at the beginning of the game. So you could put peaceful mode on, but then you're building shit to protect you from no danger because there's no enemies. So it's it's, so kind it's pointless. Of- Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say it's pointless to protect yourself from nothing. Yeah, yeah. To me, to me, it's like uh, almost like a spin-off, spin-off Minecraft, but... Uh, yes. That's much, what we related to all cooler. the time. Yeah. And it's not like blocky or shitty graphics. Yeah. It's good. Just the problem is that it's an independent developer that made it. I'm also not used to that because I have my... I've, I've, I haven't done a two-person recording in a long time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not used to like pulling my peas when I'm, when I'm talking. So I'm going to have to back off the mic a bit. Sorry, guys. Learning to walk again. <laughs> Um, so I like that about the thing where you can build the only problem is because it's made by an independent developer. Um, it, it's, uh, they did a lot of good work on making some of the things graphically nice, Mm. but the, I guess the, the processing ability of the game, like we got to a point where we were having so much fun building shit that I couldn't save the game because there was too much shit in the world. Like it would crash and corrupt the file. Uh, So the other day we were playing and we were basically going through all of our bases on the island, destroying things we didn't need. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, do we really need like 57 birdhouses, you know, in this, this base? Cause the whole idea is like you, you build a birdhouse and then birds come and their feathers are left behind. Use the feathers to make arrows to kill the fucking cannibals. It was so it's just it's funny, but we're like, okay, we need a giant supply of birdhouses to generate all these feathers. But then it's like, well, we're never at this base, and all of us have over a thousand feathers now from this ludicrous amount. So we're basically going around and destroying birdhouses, and we're destroying towers we don't need, and breaking down like little bunkers and little yeah. things, just all this extra stuff that counts as nothing but just data that the the world so, needs. Like they don't, the guy doesn't do updates or anything because that sounds like an update issue. Uh, clearly but i think it's just that the game can only process so much like once you have so many things laying like we have five bases on this world yeah and big ones gates and big walls and towers and structures and and gardens and and okay so like there's tons and tons and stuff so and the world is also pretty graphically nice so we know that like the more shit you have going on in the world the more processing power it takes and the game just starts to eventually can't handle it like You've played uh, games like Grand Theft Auto, yes. everything with big worlds before, right? Yeah. And you ever notice like when you're driving down the street, you can slowly see things coming, like like cars will just show up as opposed to like it's yeah, always yeah. in the distance, like things start showing up yeah. the closer you get. That's just to manage processing power. Oh, okay. Right? So I think you already know this kind of shit. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. So the whole idea is like that kind of stuff exists because it's like you couldn't possibly have this world and the game is just processing these things around the entire world all the time. It's like it would lose its mind. So yeah, it's like the, the elevator scene. You go into an elevator in a game and that's the load time. That's you know the load I mean? time. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're in an elevator. It's like, yeah, or, or we're loading. Like, yeah, yeah, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's giving it's buying time to load the next section. Or whatever. But the whole idea is it's all processing power. So as games get, you know, the, the systems become stronger, right. you can build more. But everything like when people see like, oh, how come this game doesn't have like really nice looking trees? It's like. Well, yeah. you can put a lot of detail into a tree, but it's all little pieces of processing. So it's like how it really did. T- obviously, as the technology gets yeah. better, things can get better. But so your 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 CPU would be first, I guess. Well, in this case, we're talking about PlayStation. But yeah, and then it works in tandem with your graphics card. Oh fuck, I wouldn't. Yeah, see, I don't know anything about that stuff. All I know is just that, like, when people are like, "How come they didn't?" It's like well, there was only so much. Like, it's like looking at old Nintendo. Yeah, it's like little pixel drawings now yeah. with like shitty little eight bit music. It's because that's all it can process. Yep. 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 
you know, like you'd see like the guys running across your screen and they start to like pixelate and yeah. like, 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 like blip in and out off the screen. You're like, what's going mm-hmm. on? It's or like, or things would get it. really slow. Like if you're playing old school Contra or something and all of a yeah. sudden there's like a million things on the screen and then everything just ooh, yeah, slows right down. Slows. Yeah, exactly. It's like trying to process it. Well, I remember too, um, what was some of the ones? Oh, fuck. I just had an, dude, I'm, I'm, I forget shit like nobody's business. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the one was where someone was like, what is this thing was? Oh, um, I remember when my cousin and I, when Red Alert 2, Command and Conquer yeah. came out. What's over here? What's over here? Shake a baby. <laughs> scorched Earth. Yeah, Scorched Earth. That, my cousin and I used to play. Oh, wait, is that Command and Conquer? Wait, is that the Might same game? Well, the one with the Tesla coils? <laughs> and they just zap someone. They turn, yeah, that was Command and Conquer too. The... Um, and then the Tanya chick, she'd run into a building yes. and just blow up. She was bad. Shake it, baby. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my cousin and I used to love to play that game. And what we would do, and I may have mentioned this in the podcast a long time ago, but what we would do is we would basically agree to a truce. So we'd build a custom map with shitloads of resources. Yeah. And then we'd agree to like a two-hour truce where we'd just build. Yeah. Right? And we'd make a shitload of barracks yeah. and, and all these things. Airport, airfields where we could just, you know. And what would happen is we would build for like two hours. Yeah. And then we'd be like, okay, like message. All right, buddy, time's up. Let's do this. And then we would just send our armies or whatever we built at each other. Yeah. But the thing was, by the time we moved everything, like move the things and then things start shooting each other, the whole fucking game would crash. Oh, because we, we we just basically built way more shit than the game could handle all attacking yeah, other sides at yeah. once. Just way too many moving parts. And we crashed. So we never get like we had so much fun building. We yeah. just would never get to have that war because the game couldn't handle it. Yeah, it's like yeah. the 90s, early 90s fucking games. That's that's kind of like how I, I like to play games. Like I, I was into StarCraft for a bit, but I always got my ass kicked so bad because I'd be the guy who would fucking want to build everything and upgrade everything and then go attack. Yeah. But everyone else is just like, go, 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 kill, kill, kill. Yeah. It's like, fuck, let me upgrade first. And let's right? Make, You're like, I want to make, make yeah. a nice base and build walls and defenses. Do. Exactly. Yeah. So like I would go and like just, you know, play play offline and just build away and do, 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 do. For me, that was fucking cool, right? Oh, yeah. Like and even when you stuff. play the computer, computer attacks you. Like, they, yeah. they never send enough to do anything, but you're just constantly, like, killing their troops. And Yeah. But at the same time, like, the computer computer can build and place shit, like, beyond the human. Like, you have to click place over here. Even with hotkeys, you're doing yeah. one thing at a time. That's true. Whereas the computer can be like, blip, bloop, blip, bloop, blip, yeah. bloop, blip, bloop. It's just like, it, I mean, it's still doing one thing at a time processor-wise, but right. but it knows bang, bang, I bang, bang. Of it, it doesn't way. have to, like, That's find true. the spot on the map. Yeah, it's like it can just do this now. Do this now. Do this well, now. Do this, and it takes no time to think. I'm not, I'm not like, okay, what should I build next? Like, it's got a pre-programmed list of just you do this, you build yeah. that, then send this, then send that. That actually sounds this, like some like, of the online players. They're just it's crazy fast. Yeah, and it's and it becomes a point where it's like, even though they're fast, and it's not even like at their point, it's not even a strategy based thing. Where like, what mm-hmm. should I do? It's like I do this every time. Yeah, every time I do this, then this, then this, and it's just like a procedural thing, like yeah. like a convec. Uh, what do you call it? I was going to say conveyor line, but it's a production line. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah. So whatever. Long, but long story short is I, I play in this game that I'm loving it and we are, we are developing our world. And then all of a sudden we just hit the snag where it's like, oh, now we can't build anymore. So we have to like break shit down in order to be able to build new <laughs> stuff. So I'm like, oh, we've hit that fine. So we're like doing these, these uh, like lost island renovations where oh, we're like, well, let's build, take this down and we could build this to save yeah. space on that. And we were renovating. And it's funny too, because like we had to build scaffolding to go up to certain areas to like destroy walls. Like we'd knock down a tower and we'd drop a bridge. We're like, oh fuck, the fence is still up there, hovering in the air, like 
Oh, not geez. physically possible, but of course on a computer, it's like it doesn't know any better. So you yeah. built a fence on a on a walk bridge, but well, that fence is still there, hovering, yeah, taking up space in the world. So we like we'd have to build a new tower, new bridge to get up there to smash it down. Anyways, so basically, I was doing video game renovations. Cool. Um, is it is it cool? Well, you know, I couldn't have bored you more with that. Eh, I hope somebody gave a we're fuck. Good. You got me excited there for a minute. Did I? Good. Yeah, good. A little wet. Yeah. <laughs> um. I went and I had uh, dinner. My mom got some Chinese food, and then we went to her place and had. Uh, it was interesting. We had what was it? Uh, we we had uh, Chinese food, and when I got there, my mom and her friend were playing like beer pong in their driveway. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. Right. No, 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 no. That's exactly the response. I pull up and I see blue buckets on her side of the driveway and red buckets over in their neighbor's yard because the neighbors are young pups. Wow. And I get there and they're throwing the balls over the driveway. And I'm like, you're playing beer pong with the kids next door. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. And she's like, oh, drink, have a drink. And I'm like, what? Oh, your mom's so person? cool, man. I'm just thinking like, she oh, never, she's, awesome. she's never done that. It's not like she, that's her thing. I, that's, yeah. She never does that. So the idea that she's playing a <laughs> drinking game with like college yep. kids or whatever, I was like, this is the worst. I would, oh, like like man. great good for her and that's great that she's having fun yeah. but like does a 67 year old i don't know what i think that's her age does a 67 year old woman need to take like yeah. how she's living her college years that's yeah. a fucking movie like yeah. bad grandpa it's like you know drunk grandma or whatever i don't know it's uh, to me i was like okay so anyways they were playing that game when i got there then we went in the backyard her myself and her friend manny uh we had our, our chinese food but then uh i brought over some like little like just little card backyard games or whatever and she invited the neighbors over yeah um there was only like three of them and they're they've been outside so it was like we're outside we're socially distanced but then they had their neighbors had friends that were coming over and they they their friends came over as well oh, so shit. before we knew it, it was like eight people sitting at a table we at that point it wasn't as socially distanced as we should have been mm. so we were a little like after the fact like oh like that was this was fun and it kind of it grew gradually but it's like at the end of the night i was kind of like fuck we weren't thinking it wasn't until like the last two people got there and started like putting purell in their hands and i was like oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah there's a that's We're right supposed there's, to be socially distanced yeah it's 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 amazing like how quickly you know now that things have kind of opened up again how how me personally like sometimes i'll forget and everyone's like you gotta wear a mask i'm like oh fuck that's right like fucking mask or oh i forgot my mask gotta go back home it's like Ugh. oh yeah i've had that a few times without can't come be in. over with but it's like you gotta keep doing it so you know i respect that and but i'll just be i'm so, i'll be so glad when the shit's the shit's done and finished with yeah so. i mean it sucks but it's 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 a, a hopefully a necessary evil yeah i mean hopefully but i'm just saying like obviously Let's see the numbers go down. Mm. Well, let's I'll tell you what. Let's start with everyone doing it, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone was supposed to stay home. They didn't, yeah. right? And people died. And now, now it's like everyone's supposed to wear a mask and people are, I'm like, you're probably, your yeah. mask is probably making you more accessible to the public in terms of covering up your face, your yeah. hideous, hideous face. What about like the health risks though of actually wearing the mask? Isn't that like- You actually think there's a health Breathing risk? in fucking carbon dioxide or monoxide, whatever- because I've had a mask on before and I've felt dizzy and I felt nauseous and just from wearing that mask and it's it's hard to breathe sometimes. Really? It, yeah, you're breathing in like stagnant fucking air, like your own. But breath. there's air coming through it. Like well, you're dude, not dying. It's, it's like you know if you're if you're um, 
Okay, you, you know never when you, covered me your mouth with a scarf. You, you know when you and hyper, breathe through that. Okay, yeah, bullshit. I've heard that. <laughs> you know when you hyperventilate, they give you a, a, a paper bag. Yeah, but you're supposed to put a seal around that bag and only breathe back and forth that bag. Your your mask isn't doing that. It's not well, a you're perfect sealing seal off the sides essentially. Yeah, so but they can be tighter sometimes. Anyway, here's the thing. I have a beard, so yeah. maybe my beard. Here's the thing too, right? If you're if you work in the medical industry, apparently you're not allowed to have a beard. Okay. Uh, certain fitting. parts because yeah. the mask won't create a seal. Right. My friend, it's like a firefighter. Yeah. My, to... Yeah. My friend's a paramedic and he's not allowed to have a beard because yeah. sometimes they have to use things that cover respirators or whatever and, and that can't create a, a seal. So I'm speaking from a place where a person who's got like a fucking, at least an inch thick beard around yeah. my face that can hold it off. So maybe I'm getting more air. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe for someone like you, mm-hmm. uh, there isn't room for air to come in. I, I really don't know. All I know is, it's like a discount. First off, I think if since COVID's a lot, if, if people don't like it, hopefully it's like, well, I wear a mask when I go out. And since I don't like wearing a mask, I go out less. That'd be, that would be ideal. Mm. I don't like it. So yeah. maybe it encourages me to stay home more. But I think there's the people, I think it's the same people who were going out and gallivanting during COVID are the same ones who, who are refusing to wear their masks in public. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know so many people who are like going out during COVID. They're like, oh, people should stay home. And so it's like, you're not. Yeah. You're doing whatever you want. What if everyone was doing what you're doing? What if 10% of the population is doing what you did? Thank God, like only those low numbers, not you I'm pointing at you. No, no. I'm talking to you, but I, you know what I mean? Like I, I know so many people, the podcast listeners have heard mm-hmm. that they just went out and they thought, well, I'm being safe, but we all know like there's so many things you touched. There's a video that my mom sent a long time ago where it was like people in a restaurant. It was like a study. Yeah. And one person had like, uh, it was like they put like a like an, a paint on their hands. Like a... Like a fluorescent... UV. Like, yeah, yeah, UV yeah, yeah. paint. Did you see it? Um, similar. Like I've, yeah, I've they put like a UV like paint on their hands. So you couldn't see it. But what happened was it was like it was like a restaurant buffet and it showed that one person out of like 20 had yeah. this paint on their hands. Yeah. And then they went around and everyone just ate yeah. normal, nothing special. Yeah. And then they turn on the lights and they show like the whole room. And here's the thing. Mm. Every single person in there yeah. had some of that paint yeah. on their well, hands. I mean, uh, and, and I think it was like five or six on mm-hmm. their face. Yeah. Buffets are they're, buffets are a breeding ground for all kinds of funky shit. Like I've gotten food poisoning from a buffet before from eating shrimp. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like And the first thing it, they asked me when I went to the hospital was, have you eaten at a buffet recently? I was like, uh, yeah, actually, the other day. They're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You that's know? where it comes from. It's not fun. No, and I can't imagine it, but it's just the idea that like, but if you do that same experiment with like people touching things in stores, like yesterday I was at, uh, yeah. returning something and I had my hand, like I just was standing at the customer service, I was waiting in line and I saw I, there's like a cart sitting there and I just, at one point I'm just, I looked down and I'm, I'm like leaning on the cart holding the fucking yeah. cart handle. I'm like, oh, okay. So like I, I made sure like not to touch anything. When I got back to the car, I pure all the shit into my hands, but I'm yeah. like, but I still touched the door to my car before I got in. So yeah. if I had anything on it, now it's on the door, pure all my hands, get into my car, close the door. Mm-hmm. Well, I still just touched something that may have had some sort of contaminant or whatever. Yep. And the whole idea is that people don't realize, they think, oh, well, I'll just get home and, and wash my hands afterwards. I'm like, yeah, but did you touch your seatbelt in the car, right? And then the next time you get in the car, yeah. maybe you didn't go to a store, so you're like, oh, I'm safe. I didn't go in any stores. But yeah, but you touched that seatbelt that you touched two or three times yeah. when you were out driving the other. Like, it's, it's that, whatever. I've said this before, but I said that the people who think it's no big deal, yeah. oh, it's not, it's not a big deal, only 1% get it or whatever, whatever yeah. the fuck it is, those are the same people that are touching things. They're not paying attention. Like at least if you took it seriously, you're more careful when you're out because you're like, I yeah. got to be careful what I touch. So like we're, we're kind of turning into like this germaphobe society though. I mean, what's going to happen with the next generation? 
you know, they're going to be like super protected or like, you know, always wearing masks, gloves, this and that. And, you know, God forbid something else does come along, then we're fucked because like our immune system is going to be totally shot. You know, what about like this whole pack like immunity? You know, there's that thought of it too. Um, I understand like the severity of COVID, don't get me wrong. Um, But there, there comes a point where we just have to be like, okay, um, I think when the vaccine comes would be my thoughts yeah. is once the vaccine comes then and, and I talked to somebody who's like, well, there's already six different forms of COVID because mm-hmm. it's mutated. Yeah. And like, and, and this is, this is my understanding of it. I'm not pretending to know science, Yeah, but it's like, you would need a vaccine for each one. And if it continues to be like, like somebody yeah. was saying basically that COVID, we do have a vaccine for a strain of COVID already. It's SARS H1N1 or whatever. That's a COVID. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yes. So I wouldn't know. Well, apparently there's what is there's several, Several forms of COVID-19 then or whatever the fuck. Well, but but all I know is that some people are saying it's going to be like the flu where yeah. it keeps mutating. So you can't right. just get one shot and now you're good. It's exactly. like. So I get that. Some people were saying COVID is going to be a part of our lives like from now on. Like, it it's is out a there. part of our lives because it's already mutated because COVID already fucking existed before COVID-19. And I've even asked the doctor before. I'm like, okay, so this is apparently the first time we've been introduced to COVID. Well, yeah. I'm like, no, because we've been immunized or vaccinated against COVID, a different strain before. And Oh yeah, well that's that's a different strain. Well, the fucking flu is a different strain every year. So you're telling me now. So which one is it? And yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So my head is just like, what's going on? Like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but like, come on, man. A and B, right? Yeah. Well, the and the whole idea is just that, like, if it's going to be out there and it's mutating all the time, so we're never just going to have a vaccine, and now COVID is a thing of the past. Yeah. It's, it's. I think. Yeah. There's so many things yeah. about human beings. Like, here's the thing. We're already fucking the world up with our plastic in the ocean and, yeah. and, and burning fossil fuels and all like we're, yeah. we're, we're destroying ourselves in so many ways. Mm-hmm. This is just another way that we, you yeah. know, and apparently it's something that was much of lemmings running around jumping yeah. off cliffs. But the whole idea is that there's just so many different ways that we're going to destroy ourselves. You know, we should, we should be more aware of, of, I don't know. I, I don't like the idea of like wearing masks everywhere, yeah. but maybe uh it'll teach people for a while at least to you know maybe just respect what we've all what we've called for as long as we remember some personal space fair enough you know what i mean let's all practice a little bit better hygiene Mm -hmm. you know like it's not like hey wash your hands when you go to the bathroom is new that's not that's not because of covid yeah but maybe just people will respect that more now yeah i should start investing in like bidet sales or something isn't that what just washing your ass yeah like that's the new because you know, COVID has be transferred butthole to butthole. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> hygiene. <laughs> that's all I think is just the idea that that I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> COVID, like there's been bugs and shit. It's just this one's got a high mortality rate. Yeah, I don't know. Scary stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, we solved that. Um, yeah. What else should we talk about? Um, anyways, yeah. The, the whole point was like we had a nice little dinner, a nice little get together. I was I was happy to see my mom kind of hanging out with her neighbors and stuff. Again, playing beer pong. What the fuck? But uh, yeah, um, I bought masks. Speaking of COVID, may as well transition right into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had the ones that like you wear in you know the, the the white and the blue side ones, the most popular ones with the elastic things that go over your ears. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The ones they give you for free. Yeah, I've had several of those in my not car. Not to be used for medical. Uh, you know, is that what it says? <laughs> Pretty much. This yeah. is not a medical device. Just wear be- it. Just because you're wearing it. Yeah. Don't try to be a surgeon. Yeah. Um. I remember. Uh, I remember like wearing those. I don't like them. They slide up and down my face. So I see, Sorry. Yeah. but, but I don't know if it happens to you. I wear glasses too, right? Yeah. So there's only so far up my nose I can wear it. 
Uh, we're talking about masks, masks, right? Yeah. Okay. What were you thinking of? Well, sliding up and down my face, up my nose. Jesus. Oh, vaginas? Sure. Uh, homeless testicles? So um, mature, Matt. Um, <laughs> I just remember, like, like, I'm trying to put masks on, and there's, there's, they can only go up so high because of my glasses. Yeah. Right? So I'm, like, wearing it. It's, like, almost like the tip of my nose. So it's almost slipping off my nose. Or because I have the beard, it won't, like, go under my chin. So it's, like, sitting on top of my beard, and it slides up. So I'm talking. If I'm asking questions, whatever, this slides up over my mouth, like into my mouth. Anyways, there's real problems in the world I'm aware, but th- that makes like, I'm following the rules. It just made it so uncomfortable. So I'm like, yeah. I see all these people wearing like the ninja mask ones. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it covers the face and it's got like this slit that goes around the fucking cheekbone yeah. up the nose. I'm like, maybe that's what I need. Something. Yeah. And it comes forward a little bit. So maybe that'll help hold its shape. Yeah. So I bought, I bought a few different ones. Looking like fucking Sub-Zero or something. Yeah. Well, I bought a few of those and those ones fold inward into my mouth when i was talking they were they were 10 times worse oh jeez. so i'm like what the fuck and i've also got a big face because i'm a fat fuck but i've got like <laughs> i've got a big head and i've got a wide face yeah and i'm like i couldn't find it. and then these ones too like even though they were that ninja mask they would sit up over my chin yeah but below my lip and so i start talking just yeah. fucking right into my mouth yeah totally and, fucking makes the neck beard look even more whack yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, I just remember like, and I'm like, well, all these people with all these nice masks fit in their face properly. I'm like, these, these are so uncomfortable. Again, yeah. I'm advocating wearing them, but they were so uncomfortable. You're talking to them. And it's like, I had to go back to one of the vacuum places that I was doing demo work for yeah. and fix something. Not my fault, by the way. Mm-hmm. The one store that I was like, oh, they built it themselves. I didn't have to do anything. I Later, they sent the, they're like, oh, by the way, we got pictures from that store and they're, they put all the wrong heads on. And since oh. it was my first store, I didn't have an actual demo of what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, long story short, I, I went, that was literally bought my mask, put it on. I'm there at the front. I'm speaking a different language. I'm speaking French, which is not my strong suit. You speak There's, French? Je parle français, oui. Oh, Jesus. Um, I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, you did. Not really. I didn't know well, you, like, you speak what, fluent French. It wasn't French. It wasn't French. Yeah, exactly. That's everyone speaks French mm-hmm. in those languages. It's like, it's like learning the language, right? You go to anyone, you know, oh, you speak Serbian? How do you say fuck you? And yeah. so, like, we always, like, that was a premise I wanted to work on as a joke because I'm like, it's funny that the first thing that we ever yeah. want to learn is like a swear word. And then it's like, God forbid you ever get lost in one of these countries. The right. only thing you know how to say is, hey, fuck you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, like, like push, pushing Makuritz is uh, suck my dick. <laughs> Pushy Mikuritz. Big old fucking grin. Pushy Mikuritz. Yeah, it's Pushy Mikuritz is is suck my dick in Serbian. So you're like, hey, Pushy Mikuritz, Pushy Mikuritz. They're like, they turn around, hey, fuck you. Like, because all they know how to say is fuck you in English. Hey, fuck you too. (laughs) You're basically like, hey, suck my dick. Hey, fuck you. It's like, basically, whenever someone's like, I speak this language, you're like, okay, can you teach me how to make an enemy in your language? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so funny. You might have made it up. The only thing you learned was go fuck yourself in your language. But, I don't even know what my point was with that originally. Where did we go with that? Yeah, we came. Yeah, we came. We, we, we oh, masks and, and uh, your work and vacuums. And oh, right, right. Yeah. So basically, I'm speaking French with this mask that's not fitting. So I'm trying to like remember the right words in French because for some reason, I never learned different vacuum parts in French. So I don't oh. know. I'm like, I'm like, uh, le, le vacuum. Le, and then the mask slips in my mouth. And I'm <laughs> chewing on fucking felt. And then you just sound like, you already sound like a, you know what it is? It was, it was frustrating because I was embarrassed. Yeah. Because... It's embarrassing enough when you know what you're trying to talk about. Right. Especially in like marketing, right? I'm trying to convey like key messages. Here's some information. I know my product. But now yes. I'm speaking a language that I that I don't know these yeah. particular words in. Yeah. So I already sound stupid because I can't speak the language, but it sort of sounds like you don't know what you're talking right. about because you can't right, find right, the right, right. words. Yeah. And then on top of that, as you're trying to speak, it's like someone keeps throwing a sock in your mouth. <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? You just little, uh, then pull it out of your mouth because the whole thing folds inwards right into my mouth. So now I'm chewing on. Uh, yeah, that's that's frustrating as hell. But I, I I know that that's that's the thing. So I'm already frustrated that I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about and yeah. then this thing in there. So my point is, I I am still yet to find a mask that works. I did get some of the doctor style ones, whatever the medical style ones they whatever. give you. No, not those. Okay. I know what you're talking about, like the N95s, whatever. I have a couple of those. I don't like those either because they're like they're already pre-shaped to sit in a certain type of face. Yeah, I have like high cheekbones, so shit doesn't uh. sit right. In fact, I've got like these two gullies right here mm. around my nose. My cheekbones sit out, and then I got like the space in between my nose and my cheekbones, yeah. which basically is blowing air all the time because they wear glasses they fog up constantly i have that problem too like if i wear a mask with shades yeah it fogs up yeah because you might have the same kind of space i do i got those like yeah cheekbones yeah Yeah. so some people it doesn't matter because it sits underneath the bones mine it's like right on top yeah and so speaking with that it's already pre-shaped into a face that i don't have and especially with a beard and then oh my god mask woes hashtag um but uh (laughs) Oh, how far are we? 30 minutes into that? Like I've said nothing this entire podcast. But anyways, I got the mask now. I got the doctor style one where it's like the flat rectangle with the little accordion pieces yeah. in the middle so you can fan it up. But I got black ones, so I feel better about it. I don't like the big white with my stupid beard poking out either side <laughs> and then my damn face. And I find that those elastics, yeah. so the, the ninja ones that I bought, they're yeah. that style where it's the fabric and then a hole cut in the fabric. So it's not exactly stretchy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so they didn't, the ones I bought didn't have enough room to actually go around my face so and over my ears. Your ears are so probably... my ears are pulled forward like fucking Dumbo. <laughs> you look like a fucking asshole. Mask even, problems. Even the white ones kind of look like that. But then they, yeah. but they have like white and then a big brown bushy beard. Yeah. And then your fucking ears pulled yeah, forward. Yeah. 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 Like it's idiot. like, oh, fuck. I don't really look yeah. like this, guys. This so is the, like, you know, I don't mind my ears being pulled forward, but at yeah. least, at least the black blends in with my Anybody face. with forward facing ears, you know, sorry. Like, we're not. Uh, Anyway, is that they've called forward facing ears. I don't know. What are they? Can called? you can you get them? Mickey Mouse? You should be able to get them stapled back, right? Like oh, you just pull geez. them back against your skull and bang, bang. Yeah, like a new piercing. You know what I mean? People pierce yeah. their nose, their lip, their yeah. fucking th- people. I've seen like people with a, with studs in their chest and stuff. That's fucked. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, have you ever seen? That? I, ha- I think like, I have. It's just like oh, I've got studs or in my in back of their neck or something. Yeah, you just or... just fire a fucking bullet in there. So you just bang bang <laughs> pin your ears back, mm-hmm. make a statement. I'm an individual. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's what everybody sounds like to me. I'm also old, man. Like, I remember. You're when, not that old. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, already. fuck. I'm dead already. Dude, 37. You're the same age. I know. Crouching out fucking 40. Like, that's uh, scary. I still Thir- feel like a kid. 37 is okay, but I was. I looked at something online the other day, and the big four zero was there. And I was like, 40? That's fucking. I'm like, oh, God. I'm going to be 40 in a few years. Jesus. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't really remember thirty being particularly worrisome. I was like, oh, I'm not in my twenties anymore. Yeah, you and I talked the other day. I won't yeah. talk about what, but we got personal. But I was like, it's funny because we were talking both of us. Like both mm. of us were little peckers when we were young. <laughs> you know what I mean? Troublemakers and stuff. But it was like, yeah. but it was kind of like, yeah, you kind of learn that like your your teens, you're just fucking around with everything. You're just doing stuff. You spend, and then I said, you, you spend your twenties running from your problems, and then yeah. in your thirties when you're like, well, I better deal with this shit. Yep. Well, it's I mean, not getting any better. I'm not everybody got to deal with it. <laughs> And not everybody is a shame. Lots yeah. of people like their death. They might get to the, their fucking old age and yeah. all they do is sit and staring out the window at trees and squirrels and they finally decide, oh, what's the, yeah. damn, I really made a lot of, 
I got all this time to reflect now. With and no you don't, you don't me. really realize how fucked up you are until you get into like that mid thirties relationship. And then it kind of manifests and comes out and this person's like, Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, I'm fucked up. You with me or not? Let's do this. Like, yeah. you know, so, but at least we, I mean, I would say that the thing to celebrate or at least, you know, yeah. Joy is that we're at least trying to fix it. Whereas, like yeah. I said, there's a lot of people who could be in their mid thirties, no, true, and we're just like, no, it's that other person. I'm, yep. just, I'm great. Yep. Everyone else doesn't get it, and they just don't get me. Like they're just instilling that denial. So, yeah, I just don't want to be one of those people who's like in right. my f- first off. I need to lose the weight, or I'll never make it. To my oh, 50s. shut up. I'm, no, I'm serious, man. Uh, fat guys, like, we have an expiry date. You don't see a lot of, like, 80-year-old overweight dudes walking around. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, if I want to make it for a while, I'm, I want to, I got to get in shape, right? This usually, dude, I, I say this all the time, is every time a fat comedian dies at, like, 40, I get a fucking bunch yeah. of messages the next day. Hey, man, you really should take care of yourself. Like, I hey, fuck uh, yeah. I get it. He's funny and dead and fat, and I'm... I'm Two yeah. of the th- two of the three. Or they say though, laughter is the key to longevity. So I mean, if you can, it's you not know, working for those guys. Well, I Chris, don't know. Chris Farley, John Candy, John Panette, yeah. Ralphie May. Chris it's, Farley, yeah, he was like on coke, like, yeah, big time. Like, like I was like, <laughs> but John Panette, right then. Yeah. Oh, nay, nay. Uh, oh, he's geez. he he was losing weight, and he was actually taking good care of himself. I think. Anyways, it looked like he was losing a lot of weight, but dead ski. John Candy, I don't know what happened to him. Um, I mean, I think it could just be he was yeah. overweight. Too many sweets. Too many sweets. <laughs> yeah, John Candy, cute. Um, again, don't know what the fuck we were talking about before. But I just, just in general, yeah. I think that's what it is. Yes, we're getting older. I still feel like a kid. Like I, I look in the mirror and I don't see a man. And I don't mean. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a woman on the inside. I don't match on the outside. Yeah. Um, I realize that's a real thing for people. And I'm <laughs> so sorry that I tried to enjoy humor in my life um i uh do you know what i mean though like i don't see yeah. like i i think like, i don't see that guy who's going to help you survive the apocalypse <laughs> i would try i would give everything yeah. in that situation but yeah. i'm like i'm like hey i haven't taken care of myself so i'm like the zombies are chasing me yeah the first time i have to hop a fence done the <laughs> only thing the only way i can help in that instance is there's enough of me to keep feeding the zombies for a while <laughs> like i'll buy you some I'm time sorry. to get away <laughs> like, that's all i see that's that's the most oh, help that I can be. Fuck. A plane crash, and yeah. I'm going to be the most delicious cannibal meal. Because I'm like veal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't move around a lot. I probably got some good marbling with all the fat. So I, you know, very little exercise oh, on these muscles. God. But I think, like, that's all I'm saying is like, so like, I look at myself and I'm like, you know, like, I, I know I would throw myself in front of danger for my partner. Yeah. I don't have one, guys, just for the record. You're like, oh, is that the new news? No, there's not. But I'm saying like, I would do that. Yeah. But in terms of like, Am I going to, you know, mm-hmm. be the guy who lifts the car off? I mean, I, I don't know. That doesn't happen. But well, you could be a strong man, you know? All those things I want to get there. I want to take care of myself. But I have, I have, a, lot of, I have a lot of shit, and I'm trying, yeah. to, I'm trying to find the heavy stuff. Like, the last few days, I felt really motivated to do things, and I've even made some efforts. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, I, I went to go get my gym membership back, Yeah, right? I got a good partnership right. with, with them and I had to go, but I, I went and it's like, oh, we used to all be able to do this. Now only one person can do it for you. And then I gone, I went like two, three times and I always missed that person. Oh, you just missed them. I was like, fuck. So I was actively trying to get that back to start that Who up. Do you, who's, uh, what gym do you go to? I'm not giving them a free plug. <laughs> not until I get a membership. <laughs> yeah. They just want you to live a good life is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You, 
Okay, you say you had. Uh, it's good life. Okay, that was the point. Was the <laughs> what do you guys pay down here for for membership? I don't know. Thirty. It's like it's like seventy bucks a month or sixty sixty. I don't know for sure, but right I don't pay that. So that's why I, you know if I could go in and buy a membership from anybody, but I I got a good partnership with uh-huh. them and they take care of me. But now I have to see one specific person because they got a bunch of new rules post COVID and some of their systems yeah, yeah. are different. Anyways, long story short is like I was actively trying to do that, mm-hmm. and you also have to schedule your gym membership. So like they would have let me in to work out, but I didn't have a, a appointment or whatever because yeah. it's like they the gym's open for like an hour and then they got to clean for half an hour, then it's open for an hour, clean for half an hour. Anyways, but in the last week, it's like, okay, I want to do this. And I was like, I want to go for walks. It's been raining the last few days. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, like a really, mo- I was hoping that you and I were going to get a chance to like go down to Dow's Lake hand and walk along hand. the canal. Yeah. I oh, thought, sweet. but it's been fucking raining. So I'm, I'm, and it's tough because you get, you get this motivation and I want to capitalize on it yeah. when I get it to do something good for me. Um, and I, I may as well transition into something else I was going to talk about. Okay. But, okay. But it's like, I want to do something good for me, but it's tough, man, because as soon as you get those moments of like doubt or whatever, like yeah. it's easy to like, I want to play Like I want to get an escape. I want to play a video game or, or, or yeah. fuck for me. Like a lot of times it's like eat, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not like, Oh, I eat to feel good. I, I do, but it's not kind of how it feels at the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like somebody sent me a really cool thing. I'm going to find it here. Um, it's like a, it's like a, they called it the, uh, the, your brain, oh, sorry, hap case. Okay, so here it is right here. It's happiness chemicals and how to hack them. They say, mm-hmm. so dopamine, the reward chemical, it says, uh, completing a task, doing self-care activities, celebrating little wins and eating food. Yeah. I'm like, well, completing a task or eat food. Which one do I want to get my dopamine from? Mm-hmm. It's like clearly obvious that like you're getting that little you know, reward chemical hit. So it, that's the thing is like you, you eat or something. It just, you just feel better. Do you, do you find you get that reward chemical hit? Like, let's say if you do a task or if you like, you get that yes. little pleasure. Sense? Yes. The only thing okay. is that like a lot of the tasks on my list are yeah. like long term. Okay. So I'll give you an example. Like when I make a list of to do stuff in the morning, mm-hmm. it'll be like, you know, do my laundry, uh, record the podcast. Yeah. Um, Maybe like I, I I'm trying to think of some like regular shit. Like I'll usually have some some small stuff, but then I'll have something like read for 30 minutes. Okay, you know, exercise for 30 minutes. You know, or go for a walk. Yeah. Or I have this pages exercise that I like to do that like I yeah. you know, do pages for 30 minutes. And like those ones, because the pages is what leads to me writing writing jokes. Yeah, right. But like when it comes to reading, yeah, I have a difficult time reading. I can read. Well, people have heard me read out loud on this podcast. Like I I. I I'm way too far ahead. And so I like trip and stumble over words, especially when reading out loud, because okay. my brain is not in sync with my mouth. Okay. The, I'm, I'm verbally saying it later than I've read. I'm already five or six words later. So I'll stumble into the word I'm currently reading yeah. with the old word I'm trying to say and I'll stutter. So anyways, I, I don't have trouble reading. Like I can't read it. It's that it's I read and I'm thinking of something different. So I'll read an entire paragraph and I've, and I've been thinking about something else and I go, Oh, I just finished that paragraph and I retained none. Yep, of it. I don't yep. know what I just read. And I'll I reread it again. About, yeah. I'll reread it again. And as I'm, as I start rereading it again, I immediately go like, man, I hope I can focus this time. And I really don't know why I'm getting so distracted. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, and I just read it again and wasn't paying attention to it. You know Mindfulness, I mean? like, man, stay in the present moment. I, I, it's not a choice. I'm not like, man, let's try to think of something else. It's more like, Hey, let's try not to think of something. Yeah. else. But it's it's that anxious that, that anxiousness oh, of like fucking it. up. So, anyways, uh, that's so I'll avoid the reading part because even though I want to read what I'm reading, mm-hmm. I'll be like I'm just wasting my time because I just read it and I retained none of it because I was thinking of something else. Yeah, the pages exercise helps with that. Okay, I'll share that. I'm sure I've, I'm sure I've said it before, but I'll share it with you because you're sure. here. Yeah, um, 
is pages. I've, I've also heard it called stream of consciousness, but the person who introduced it to me, uh, called it pages. Then my buddy, Matt Davis, I've done an interview with him on the podcast. Um, Matt was saying, it's like, it's like writers and things will, will do it. It's kind of like journaling. Um, except what you do is the whole idea is that you just, he said, you start with like 30 minutes. He's like, there's some people who do like two hours of pages, but the idea is you just put pen to paper and you just write and you don't stop and go, okay, what else? Like, not like journaling, like, Hey, let me write about my day specifically. It's like, you just write. So I'm so writing was right now. I'm feeling like da, 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 da. He goes, even if you change thoughts, like mid sentence, just keep writing the new thought. Even if you have nothing to say, go like, this is stupid. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. Just keep writing. Do not stop. You don't pause. You just keep writing for 30 minutes straight. And the idea is that like all of those distracted thoughts that kind of just come into your head, you're, you're getting them out. You're kind of exercising them. And because you've like written them down, you're kind of giving them their time of day. You've exercised them. And sometimes when you're having those thoughts, you're like, for me, I'm always like, I got to remember to do this. Fuck. I forgot to do this. I have so many times a day where I'm like, shit, I meant to do that. Fuck. I forgot like all this. And so when I'm doing pages, a lot of those thoughts will come, but because I'm writing them down, I can actually feel a little less anxious because rather than worried, I'm going to forget. I go, I wrote it down. I can go back and look at it. I'm not going to forget. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so the whole idea with that kind of stuff, and like I said, some people call it stream of consciousness is that you've written it all down. Mm Mm-hmm. And all those thoughts that would have come into your head when you were trying to write or do whatever it was, they've already come. They've already, you've already got them out. I call it power washing my brain. I'm just getting all that shit out and cleaning all the nonsense. Yeah. And then you can, you can write. So I get intimidated doing the stream of consciousness and stuff because I'm like, well, if I do that, then the next expectation is that I should be writing comedy. And then I get to the doubt, which is like, am I still funny? Do I still have anything to say? It's been months since I've written anything. Yeah. I don't feel funny. But then I kind of have to like, and that's the anxiousness and the fear and the doubt and all that shit. And then I got to remind myself, I'm like, I make people laugh all the time. Yeah. Like, I am funny. I haven't written anything. Yes. Right? Because that's the fear and the doubt. And it's almost like, if I just wrote, I know I would exactly. come up with funny so stuff. So, but dude, like in that, in that, in that scared emotional state of yep. like, am I any good? It's so hard to overcome it. And in that moment, I just want to play the video game or go eat something or whatever it is. So I get as much as this is absolutely right. Completing a task is going to make you feel good. For me, I'm like staring that task in the face. Whereas like making food, I know I'll succeed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if I go go eat something, I'll succeed. I'll feel bad. I'll get that dopamine hit. It's not like, oh, if I make the sandwich, will it work? Will it be a sandwich? It's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I, And that's not, I don't want to give the wrong impression. Like some people are like, oh, do you just sit around eating all day? I don't. I don't like I eat Mm -hmm. my usually it's only two meals and then maybe a couple of snacks. But the idea is that there's not a whole lot of activity. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, So I'm still not, you know, I still probably by the end I'm I'm putting in more than I'm burning. It's just math. Okay. So just to, to go back really quick on what you were saying about how you will get into like the evaluation of, uh, of, of what you want. And then kind of, you get to that point where you have to put it into practice and then you kind of like, retract i guess right so i i think like that that right there is that's where you're getting stuck when you have to actually put your i you know what you want to do into motion and then you're just like kind of veering off and doing the the video games i think what's happening is you're having like this cycle where your thoughts are just coming around and around you always end up at that same point so once you've evaluated i think you need to take that and then put it into motion and actually follow through with it or come up with a plan and then, you know what I mean? Because that's where, that's where it seems 100%. like you're getting stuck. Because then you keep coming down 360 back to the same point. And that's, and that's the thing. I, I always think like in the cycle. And it's, 
it's not funny. It's frustrating because yeah. I know to just do it. Uh-huh. Just do it. Right? So you- it's, that's, it, it, it's that fucking simple. Logically, I know if I just did it, yeah. I would see that it worked. I see yeah. that I did it. I would feel better. But but emotionally, yeah. there's a wall. There's the what if. There's a well, or, not only that, okay. and that's even like the the anxious logic going over it. Like, yeah. well, what if I do this? Because because I know that human like our human behavior is like avoidance of pain, pursuit mm. of pleasure. Mm-hmm. So going to that simple, 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 basic for me, it's like I'm afraid of the pain yeah. if I try and I fail. Right. Because that that would hurt. It's like, what if I did this? And I, to me, it's so, it's not, again, I keep saying it's so funny, but it's fucked up funny where to me, it's like, well, if I try and fail, right? Like I just hurt myself. So for me, I'm like, I don't see it as like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. Logically, I do. But emotionally, I don't see it as like, hey, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to feel good afterwards. It's I'm going to do this thing and realize I'm not capable of doing this thing. And then that's going to hurt. I'm going to feel like I wasted my time and I shouldn't have done it. And 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 that's that point is yeah. where I operate from. So I'm, I'm, I'm like a lot of people, like, oh, it's just fear of failure. I, I'm so envious of those people who can just go, yeah, but you know what? I'm going to try anyways. I can't, sometimes I can. Yeah. But a lot of the time I can't, get past that hurdle and i know and i've learned through therapy i've talked about this because i I was seeing a shrink over the course of covid slightly before and and throughout the course of covid is i'm like i've i've learned that it's because i don't i definitely don't feel like i value myself right like everybody's everybody struggles with that being enough am i enough right we all want to be better and there's nothing wrong with setting goals and working on yourself it's not quite the same thing but it's just a lot of people have this feeling of i'm not enough Mm mm-hmm and for me, I'm I'm really worried about in all aspects of my life, right? I don't feel uh, I don't feel attractive. I I I mock it because it's to protect myself from the real pain that goes with it. But okay. it's it's true. I don't feel attractive or 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 you know good looking uh, because of my weight. I I worry about my finances because yeah. I got, I've got you know and I, I'm very lucky. I have amazing people in my life who are supportive. But I worry about my finances because I work in a gig economy where even though I'm doing marketing and comedy, it's like, okay, well, I've got some gigs this coming weekend. I've got a great paying gig, but that's like one time, right? So if I'm like, well, I'd love to be in a relationship, but like to me, I look at myself and go, well, if I was a woman looking to hitch her wagon to something, I've got no stability, mm-hmm. right? Even though I've been fine, right? I keep finding work. I've been 10 years in gig economy, I keep finding work, I keep doing things. So I'm capable of earning an income. But but a lot of people want that security. And I, it's, fuck, I would love yeah. that security to know where my money's gonna come from. You don't have that in this business. So part of me is like, I'm, I'm constantly questioning whether or not I'm gonna pursue stand-up and keep keep grinding. Uh, or am I gonna find something stable so I can find it? But then, but then I gotta, it's funny, I look at the opposite side of the coin and go, yeah, but if I just get some shit job, like let's yeah. say I'm just working in a fucking whatever. Yeah. Right, just to have a stable income. Am I going to hate my life because I took an eat like a safe route, okay. right? Instead of doing something I liked, my whole brain all the time is constantly over evaluating, overthinking, and the whole idea is to like again protect myself from pain okay. and try to pursue pleasure. So it's it's hard. I need to find that thing where I go. You got to do this for you, and you'll realize it's not as scary. There's good to come. Yeah, from it. I I think like you're putting up some roadblocks um, on yourself a bit in that sense. Like with, um, 
I, I don't know like if, if it's fear of failure or what like I don't want to put words in your mouth um I think like sometimes when we when we're afraid to fail at certain things or, or you know try things out it's it's not necessarily a failure it's that we're just we're learning something new and we need to like kind of differentiate between that because failure essentially is your your you learning a new task or a new skill or a right. new and like if we want to grow it's it's okay to fail like i again like i work in the kitchen industry and i, I there's so many times like i fail i fail every day and i just i'm going to fail and i'm going to be scrutinized and i'm going to be put on the spot but i got to i do you believe in yourself not always Sometimes but, I, I, but quit. overall, like when you look at one of those situations, do you believe that you're going to get it? Yeah. And the only way that I, I, I believe don't. in myself is that I accept failure, right? I take it and I'm like, okay, I'm a fucking failure. So what? At least I'm learning something because if you're not failing, you're not learning and there's nothing wrong with I that. I totally agree with that. Can I, can I be honest with you? I, I don't, I'm not afraid of making mistakes. Yeah. I, I don't, my thing is that I don't actually believe that i'm capable of doing things certain things uh your phone is ringing and i'm gonna give us a quick pause all right back from our minor pause um yeah basically like i like i said i i don't have a problem failing i think my issue is and maybe someone who knows more about psychology i really enjoy studying psychology because i'm learning about myself with it but i think the big thing is not that i'm afraid to fail because i have no problem failing yeah but i don't believe i'm capable of certain things like i'm always like i want to i've got something i'm going to talk about shortly it's on my list of things um but i can go back to that when i'm talking about it but it's just one of those things where if i look at the comedy thing it's not i'm not afraid to fail because i don't have a problem going up and telling a joke that bombs for me i'm afraid that like what i'm even saying is a joke like i don't even believe it's funny mm -hmm. you know like some of the things it's funny because i people message me and say oh that thing you talked about here i was laughing so hard i'm like really i i thought that was me just talking and being boring. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh no, I found it funny. I try to be funny. I try to make my stories interesting, but sometimes yeah. interesting ends up being funny. But I don't think it's funny, you know? Uh, so it's nice to know that thing. So, but the thing is that that doubt, it's not like, oh, I might try and fail. Yeah. It's more like, I'm not even gonna be able to do it. Do you know what I mean? So I can, there's, there's I no failure. I'll just you. never get to that finish line. It's yep. just gonna be, can't do it. Do you know what I mean? It's like having no arms and being like, I believe I can clap and I'm probably gonna fail trying. It's like yeah. that, that like, I just can't do it. And I have that feeling like I feel like I have no arms trying to clap in, in a lot of things that I, and I'm sorry if I'm being uh, insensitive, but I'm just know. like that whole like, you know, like, oh, believe in yourself and you can do anything. It's like, to me, it's like that, that realism of like, there's limitations and not everyone can do everything. Yeah. I don't, but I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I believe that it comes from that feeling in myself that I'm not enough. Do you consider yourself a perfectionist? Yes, and perfection and, and uh, what is it? Perfection is the enemy of good. Okay, or whatever is that? Is that the saying? Possibly, because it's like you can't like if you're trying for perfection, you'll never get it done. Because it's yeah, just perfection like, is the enemy of good. I've tried to you know I, like cooking and stuff. I've always tried perfectionism well for the longest time, and then I just I was very disappointed, and then I just mm -hmm. started cooking for for what people want, and it, it just when. Allowing your natural, I guess, your natural abilities to just flow instead of trying to like be the perfect, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like you said, like certain things when people call you and be like, yo, that was so funny. It's like, really? But you were just being yourself. And yeah. that's, that's you. And that's, that's the perfect you is yourself, right? Not something that's fabricated. It's who you are. There was a quote I used to love that was like, finding the right person isn't, or, or so it's, uh, 
love isn't finding the perfect person. It's seeing someone's imperfections perfectly. I love that one. I love that one. But that was, that was always me looking outwards, right? I codependent like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I can, I can value other people. It's not other people that I don't value. It's, Mm -hmm. it's myself. So that's the thing for me, right? Is it always comes back to that being enough. So I'm like, if it's not perfect, I'm not good enough. Right. And it's not, this is not always the the dialogue in your head. It's not like, Hey, if I don't, if this isn't perfect, but dude, I remember like the idea of getting a scratch on my car or, or, you know, having something that wasn't in pristine condition. It yeah. was like all of these material things and other things are like a reflection on myself. Like think of how many people are worried about like a little, little scar yeah. or little lines or this or that, yeah. and always trying to make yourself perfect. Yeah. Like, like for that, everybody seems to get it right away. Yeah. But it's like, but that's the whole thing is like, it's chasing that perfection, right? So it's like, I'm, I'm doing the same thing, but with other things in my life, trying to be enough. Yep. And the whole idea is it's a, it's not possible. Right. Because you'll always find something new Mm -hmm. or find a new thing that you need. That's going to make you more whatever. Like I, I really, I think it's funny because I talked about so many other things when I was in therapy and it's and the therapy that I did was like, um, I guess there's like a new section of therapy that's like, like temporary mm-hmm. as opposed to just like, yeah, you're in therapy forever. It's like being in school forever. No need to actually do anything because you're still always learning and therefore results are not necessary. So yeah. I think the new therapy is kind of like the whole idea is like it's result driven. So it's like you're in therapy to work on something. Yeah. So there's a start and an end as opposed to just, yeah, you're just in therapy forever. So you never really need to do anything because you're just always going to be healing and fixing and whatever. Um, so I think that for me, I wish I'd really talked about that with my shrink more is that I, I need to work on my feeling like I'm enough. See, this is good though, because like this is vulnerability and it's, it's, that's, that's another thing. Like, especially this day and age, everything's kind of like smoke and mirrors fabrication. Everybody lives their perfect little lives in this perfect little bubble. And you know, like one good thing, I'm not gonna say COVID's good, but I mean, we've kind of gotten together as a, as a people in a whole again to kind of like get down to the, the organic nitty gritty of who we are as people and like being vulnerable and, you know, so I, I kind of hope that that kind of gives us a reset button in that sense too, where to, to realize that it's okay to just to be human and, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I, I I kept saying in my shrink, I'm like, I want to find that watershed moment where I'm like, ah, because like, there's some people who don't know, like, right. The old saying, the first step in solving a problem is recognizing there is one. Yeah. Right. There's some people who don't even realize their own problems. So I'm envious of those people who are like, oh, I'm so this, I'm so that. And they don't even know why they're doing it. And then all of a sudden they find out, oh, I have anger issues because I'm afraid of this. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. I didn't know. And then they're able to just implement the correction right away. Right. I'm like, oh, I know where all my problems come <laughs> yeah. from, but I don't know why I don't feel like implementing a solution. I think I've learned is that I don't feel worthy mm-hmm. of all those good things. Like I don't feel like that's that I'm enough because of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still working on, it. I still, but I just, I was like, what's it going to take for me to just go, Oh, I'm worth it. And I don't want it to be fear. Like someone's like, well, you'll take care of yourself if you get a bad diagnosis. It's like, yeah, yeah. but I'm only doing it because I'm afraid of dying at that point. I'm not doing it because I believe in myself or I care about me. I'm doing it because I'm just afraid of the worst results. But I want to, I want to, to operate from a place of love for myself where I'm like, Hey, I deserve better things yeah. and I should, I should believe in myself. That's the big thing. That's why I asked you, like, do you believe in yourself? It's not that I'm afraid to fail. I'll go tell a joke that doesn't work and I'm not going to, I'm not going to kill myself over it or whatever. But, mm-hmm. but, but in sitting down in that is that, or whatever it is like reading or whatever, I don't believe that I'm going to accomplish what I'm, what I set out to do. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you an example. Okay. I believed in myself for like a day and then, and then 
And then I'm and now I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling, and I'm avoiding it because of that. So, one of the things I did last week is I I decided because I used to play when I was younger. Uh, my brother, uh, I bought a guitar. Is what I did, just a practice starter guitar. But I bought a guitar, and I remember when I was younger, my brother wanted to play guitar. He bought an acoustic guitar, and then ended up getting rid of it. And then later on, and like you know, maybe a year or so later, he bought like a Fender electric guitar, and then didn't play it. So I remember I bought his guitar off of him and yeah. then I learned how to play it. Um, not particularly well, but I could play a few songs that I liked. Nice. Um, it was something. Um, and then I don't remember what happened to the guitar. I don't remember what happened to the amp, whatever, but I don't have that shit anymore. Um, and I was just kind of like, you know, I, as much as like so many people, I feel like so many people can play guitar, but I'm like, I would like to be able to, I don't want to be a musician. You know, it would be nice to be able to kind of put a few licks together and make some tunes, but I can't, finger pick i can't play like individual chords particularly well i or sorry strings i can play chords but i can't play strings anyways but i was like you know what i want to get a guitar and i want to sit like you know every night and and do you know like a 15 minute youtube video and just you know i want to learn how to play the guitar i can't afford lessons so it has to be youtube so i'm like i'm gonna do that and i went and i got and another thing i'd like to learn how to play is the harmonica yeah so nice. one one of my friends joked when i told him i bought a, i bought a harmonica and a guitar he's like oh one man band you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, that's, uh, that's interesting. Um, so what did I do? I did the, uh, I bought it like it's a $16 harmonica and I'm yep. like, all right, I'll learn how to play this via YouTube. I actually learned how to play like a couple of little things, but I don't have any technique. Okay. So when you, you, you blow in and breathe through a harmonica. So like two different notes, one way or the other. And the whole idea, we've got someone coming in the front door. So there might be a slam in the, in the background, uh, just if anyone hears it, but yeah. So Basically, what would happen is, uh, you, yeah, you blow through for one note, pull back through another, get a different sound. I played this morning in bed, basically, by, while I was waiting for you to, to come in. I played uh, uh, like a tiny little blues thingy, whatever. The only thing is that like the holes are so small, that, yeah. like, and my fucking mouth is so big <laughs> that like breathing in, you're like hitting a few, you're hitting the two holes in the sides yeah. too. But whatever, it's technique. Right. Um, so I'm like, I bought a real, like, real cheap starter guitar. Right. I, I normally will be like, oh, let me do some research and get a real nice something or other. I'm like, one, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe there's something to this. I was trying to be smart, but I, but my, this was my mentality at the time because I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, I don't know anything about guitar. So why don't I learn how to play it yeah. rather than spending money towards something that I don't even know what I'm looking for? Okay. I'll, I'll just buy a, a cheap starter guitar. And then when I know what I'm looking for, I can, I can buy something nicer. Exactly. But at the same time, I was thinking, well, also, what if I buy this thing and I'm never going to play it? And so I just don't want to waste the money. It's funny. Like immediately my brain will go to like, not just the, yep. you know, but it's like the defeatist. Oh, well, what if you just don't play it and you never learn and you don't want to waste all that money? Cause the old me has done that. Buy something really nice and just never use it. Yeah. You know? So I, uh, <laughs> So I bought this harmonica, I bought the guitar. I don't know how to read music. I remember, I'll give me an example. There was an escape room that I played one time, just an escape room in a box where it's cards. And I was sitting with two of my friends and this puzzle, the same one I had done with my friends before. So I knew the answers in this one. So I was actually just sitting with friends and I'm like, well, I've already done this, but if you guys want to sit here and do it, I'll sit here and, and watch you. you know. And if you need any hints, I can, I can help you out with what I did. But I remember one of the, the puzzles on the game was... Uh, sheet music okay and so i didn't know how to solve that puzzle when i played the game and those two when they were playing that like my myself and my roommate jason who played with me 
we don't know how to read music. And I didn't realize that was the key. I thought it was like the lines up. So we're looking at it differently. And my friends, Jess and Evan, were sitting at the table. That puzzle came up. Immediately, they read the sheet music. Uh, and they, they were like, that's, G, that's A, that's G, that's E, that's that. And then those letters over there on that side are these numbers. So boom, 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 boom. Puzzle solved in like 15 seconds. The two of them together. Like It wasn't even like, oh, I don't know what this puzzle is. How should we? It was like they could read sheet music. So it was like bang, 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 done. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. I would never have been able to do that because it's it's like you may have just well as well put like Sanskrit on the paper for me and be like, you can solve this puzzle if you can read Sanskrit. I'm like, well, who, why would you sell me a, an English game yeah. that makes me read another language? But that's what it was, was another language, right? And, I, and then I was like, you know what, man, like they teach music in school and it's one of those easy things, I guess. Brody took music for like, I don't remember how many months and already he was like, I could, he, would, he was playing like piano stuff. He could just read the sheet music and play. And I was like, I don't know how to do that, mm -hmm. you know? But that's why I say like, it goes back to that feeling of like not being enough, you know, like, like other people can do this easy thing. And so I, I tried putting on a YouTube video yesterday to like how to read music. And I learned, dude, and you know what? Another thing is, man, it's expectations. Because I'm like, like, I guess I was like, you know what? I'm probably not going to get a lot the first time, but I'm looking at this video and it's like in four minutes, it's like, yeah, learn how to read sheet music like that. And it's like, I, I looked at it and I saw the, the, you know, whatever it trouble is. Trouble bass clef. Yeah. Trouble. So you are, can you read music? Not really. Well, you already knew more than I did yesterday. Like I've heard those words. Yeah. Now I know what they are, right? The treble and then the bass clef. Bass clef has four, four things and right. It's like face is the bass clef. F-A-C-E. So they yeah, do face like, and then face is the thing. And I can't remember what the, thing. the other one is, is grizzly bears. Don't fear anything. G B D uh, F A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's the one in between. And I can't remember what that one is, but it's like one step up, except it's not in mm -hmm. the first two. It's, it's the weird, like in limbo. Yeah. But the idea is like, I was looking at that and then they're talking about how like the hashtags mean one thing. And then the, uh, yeah. yeah, I got to say, like, during this podcast, uh, staring at Matt is like watching an Amnesty International commercial. There's a fly in this fucking room and it just keeps landing <laughs> on his little face. Bastard. Like, he's in the middle of talking Ooh, about, like, being enough and being not afraid to fail. Glad you pointed it out. And there's a fucking fly on your face that you're yeah. like, wow. But I'm sure it's on me. I'm watching it crawl around your shoulders and stuff going, <laughs> does this guy fucker. fucking even know it's on him? And I'm sure the same thing's happening to me. But yeah, so it's just, it's, there's, a, there's a constant visual distraction while we're talking yeah. to each other, just so you guys know. <laughs> It's like trying to take him seriously and there's this fly crawling on his face and his cheek and it's like, ah, and just for, I just keep thinking for 99 cents a day, I can sponsor this oh. child. <laughs> I can sponsor saying, this. Uh, everybody yeah. knows if you think about a fly landing on a face, that is as much as so, I don't, I'm not supporting it. All I'm saying is that that's a visual that I explain and you guys know immediately what we're dealing with here. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so going back to the, the, the music thing. I'm looking at the... You got him. No, I didn't. Are you yes, sure? I oh, literally okay. saw him. I missed him. Yeah. Um, look at the music thing. I'm like, I'm going to teach myself how to read music. But then I'm looking at it and there's there was a bunch of... And I kind of understood everything he was saying. But then I'm like, but dude, the doubt, the fucking doubt, like, how am I going to like be able to like... And I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, how to read music. I didn't mm -hmm. say how to read piano music, but then... The guy's explaining it and he's like, and this is where you put the pedal. And this is where I'm like, well, there's no pedal in guitar. There's no pedal yeah. in harmonica. And everything's fucking sideways and backwards. Like, yeah, I'm left-handed, like, right? So it's like, and oh. he he was showing things and then never explained what they were. Like he explained what some of like the double hashtags it means. Now this one, if it's a sharp, then it means that this repeats yeah. for the rest of the bar. And I'm like, 
Okay, I get that. But then it's showing the notes, and some of them are hollow, and some of them are full. Yeah. And he never explained what that meant. And then he's showing like three that are on top of each other. Like rests or something, and then like I don't know because he never explained. That's the thing. I don't know, and he never explained it. So I'm looking at it, going, "Well, you taught me what some of it meant." Yeah. And instead of only showing me those bars, like examples of what you're talking about, instead you're showing other things that you never explained. And immediately my doubt. Well, what does that mean? And am I going to be able to do this if I don't understand? What happens when I see that? Like, dude, my fucking doubt hits me like a tidal wave all the time. And, and, and I, I know it's like the anxiety and I know it's the fear of not being enough. So it's kind of like, I'm even trying. That's, that's another thing that fucks me up is I put the effort in. I'm like, I'm Mm going to learn. And you will. And I, I guess, (laughs) but, but that goes back to believing in yourself that you will. And I doubt, I, I go, I'm going to fail. It's okay to not know something right away, but but I've even done certain things where like, dude, it drove me crazy in high school, in school in general, yeah. is sometimes people would explain something, and I'm a visual learner, so it's mm-hmm. easier for me to look at it than if you just explain it. Like if you were just talking to me right now, you go, well, you got five lines, and yeah. you got like F-A-C-E, like, like I'm not, I don't have a whiteboard in my brain where I'm drawing so, it so I can understand. I have to see it. Okay. Because I have an eidetic memory, like the people call it photographic. Yeah. So if I see it. Yeah. Then I can like, it's like taking a screenshot of my phone and now I can remember it because I've seen it. But if I don't see it, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like smoke in my brain. It was sound. I don't, I, I can't, it's, it's not tangible for me to organize. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. But I just remember like, I felt that way in school. Okay. So people would, would say things and teach things. That's why, I mean, obviously there's a reason that you use blackboards and shit so that there's, mm-hmm. you can see it. But I'm just, I just remember like, there's so many things in life sometimes where I feel like a room full of people and someone says something and I'm also learning differently. Again, even now my, my, my thoughts are scattered, but you could have, let's say 10 people in a room and somebody says, this is how this, this, and that works. And everybody has a look on their face like, okay, I get it. And I'm like, hold on, wait, what? Can I just, you know, hear yeah. it again or whatever? And immediately I'm like, everyone else got it and I didn't. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Why can't I get it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, I've also learned, this is what I was going to say a second ago, is I've also learned that sometimes people don't get it and they just say nothing because right. they don't want to be. So I'm not afraid to fail in the sense that I'm okay with saying, I didn't understand that. Can you repeat it? I don't care what anyone else thinks of me. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I really don't care if someone thinks, oh, is this guy stupid? No, I just didn't get it. I didn't understand it. Yeah. But here's the thing is, I th- it's not that I, I'm afraid of the failure. I'm, I actually believe that I'm not going to get it. Do you know what I mean? Does that make the sense? Like, does does that make sense in terms yeah, of differentiating f- from being afraid to fail f- and afraid that I'll just not get it? I don't believe in myself that I'll actually tangibly understand something. Mm. Yeah. So this is not. This wasn't supposed to be the Josh shits on himself and, and whines about <laughs> his life. But but I know there's so many people who care about me, and I I don't think I've discussed it in terms of this and in, in terms of failure versus not believing myself. Like I don't believe that if I if I work hard, I'm going to lose the weight and be happy with my body. I don't okay. believe that, and it's hard to go after something you don't believe in. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Is it something that you? Okay. Because I, I can want something. Dude, yeah. I want to learn these things. Mm-hmm. But when someone starts teaching me and they go, there you go. And I go, no, it didn't stick. That scares the shit out of me yeah. and makes me doubt that I'll ever get it. So I've even said to people, like, I'm like, I, don't, I didn't understand. Can you d- describe it another way? And I've had people get frustrated with me because I didn't get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then that scares me. I'm like, you're mad at me. And that, that reinforces the I'm yeah, not but- enough because I just failed and you're mad at me so they're mad because they're afraid because they feel like they didn't you didn't get it so now they feel vulnerable so maybe it's you know what i mean that i definitely get that 
I'm just saying that like in terms of that triggering, because it's always like, what do they say about psychology? Like the shit that sticks with us is like the shit from our childhood. Yeah. So I have little understandings of where my feeling not enough is from my childhood, but Mm -hmm. I think overall it's like, I just, I'm just, it's that feeling of not being enough is like, I'm not, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to succeed. I can try and fail and that's okay. Yeah. What if I just keep trying and I never succeed what if you know such is life right so all i'm saying is with that that enormous and it's not always like that's how it feels in the moment at the moment it's just like i'm scared to do this mm-hmm. but like i said that the, the going back to that just simple text that someone sent me is like the dopamine so it's like completing a task or doing self-care activities well i don't believe that I'll complete those tasks or that that self-care will benefit me. Right. Even though logically I know that emotional part doesn't believe in myself, but hey, eating food, I know how to do that. I know if I make a sandwich, it'll be a sandwich okay. and I'll eat it and I'll be, and I'll feel better. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. I think that that's the biggest issue is that, uh-huh. is that like to go after the dopamine, I can go do these things that I don't think will work or they want it to happen in one day. Right. Or I can just do the thing that I know is going to work. Right. Okay. That'll, that'll make me feel better. So anyways, I won't, <laughs> that's only one of four brain chemicals, by the way, <laughs> I'm going to spend half an hour in each one. No I'm kidding. But that was just, that was the one that stood out for me where it's like, like my friend was trying to say like, Hey, you know, if you want to feel good or whatever, here's the thing. And I was like, dude, I was literally telling you that like when I eat, it's not that I feel good. It's just like, I don't feel shitty. I don't feel doubt or whatever. So the four the four chemicals that they say are dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. Mm-hmm. And so the dopamine one, the reason we spent so much time on that, it was like literally, it's it, it's quite literally completing a task, doing self care activities, right. celebrating little wins, the reward, or pleasure. eating food. Yeah. Exactly the reward chemical, uh, oxytocin, which is the love hormone, says playing with a dog, playing with a baby, holding hands, uh, hugging your family, give a compliment. I'm like those are great, and I love doing that, I, and I love making people feel that. Matt, you're so beautiful buddy Ugh. did you feel it no sounds like you're rejecting your oxygen gross i need a shower <laughs> uh serotonin the mood stabilizer uh. ladies listen up uh <laughs> <laughs> wow oh man i used to have this funny line that i would use in my act where i was saying like when you're when you get in a conversation with your woman and she's like hey do you think that i'm like don't bite don't don't take the bait sometimes yeah. she doesn't want to talk about it sometimes she's just looking for a push on the old mood swing <laughs> you know what I mean? She's yeah. like, join me. Um, anyway, ser- serotonin. <laughs> join me. <laughs> yeah. Join me. Help push me on my mood swing. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so I, I'm teasing, ladies. You know I love you. No, he's not. I'm not. I'm not, you fucking bitches. Uh, okay. <laughs> Joking. Send me an email if you're mad. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. I'd love to hear from you. Josh is flirting right now. <laughs> serotonin, ladies. Hey, are you interested in this guy yeah. who sounds stable and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I not just have, can you imagine if there was enough room to write all that on my Tinder profile? I don't oh feel like God, I'm yeah. enough. I would rather eat than take care of myself. Would you like yeah. to handle my insanity? That's why, dude, I'm so not interested in getting in a relationship right now. I know that I got to deal with this shit and I know that anybody I'm with is just. You're a, a great dis- talker though. You can empathize. Em- I can empath- empathize. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, You said it right. You didn't fuck it up. Uh, you did it yourself, man. Did you think you weren't going to get through it? Fuck uh, you. <laughs> so serotonin, <Failure>. serotonin, <laughs> the mood stabilizer, meditating, running. Yeah. Not that, not interested. Uh, sun exposure. I could go for a run. I could go for a run or I could lay in the backyard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got choices here. Meditation, running, yeah. Yeah. sun exposure, walk in nature, swimming and cycling. Okay. Right. Meditation is great. 
Yeah, meditation's good, man. It, it's good. I would I would like to. Uh, there's all these things I'd like to do. I'm it's so especially good to, for like the nagging thoughts and like how to just learn. I find to let them pass. Do that? Does it work for you? Because like floating cloud. for me, the new the the, the thoughts Fall become on the breath. I yeah. Do you? Can you? Do you go crazy when you, when you meditate? Because I start to meditate and I can get maybe two I breaths find in before immediately. My the longer I take in between sessions, the harder it is to get back into that state. Yeah. Does your mind wander when you meditate? A lot. Okay. But if I practice it, like if I do five minutes or something a day, I've, like within a week, my my I'm able to to focus more, um, and be become within the present moment. <laughs> But re- like, really? I Again, yeah. I, I'm totally afraid that I found, because I've never, I used to do yoga every day, mm-hmm. and I never succeeded in the shavasana, the the, the the dead man's pose, right, just laying there without my mind wandering. At one point, my mind wandered so much, I forgot where I was. Okay, yo, but yoga and meditation, two separate things, I think. Well, that one's body, one's mind, right? Well, meditation is just controlled breathing, right? Mm, or I focused th- breathing. I think, yeah, it can be, but it's also allowing thoughts to come into your mind, and and not holding on to those thoughts, but just letting them pass as they come and coming back to the breath, the present moment. Right. But that's, that's what I, my understanding is, is like you focus on your breathing and things will come. Yeah. The idea is to train your mind to go back to your breathing. Stop thinking about what's before, what's after just right now. Yeah. Not even necessarily, you don't even have to stop. Just allow those thoughts to come in and pass. So don't block them out, but just accept them for what they, you know, good or bad and just allow it, I guess. I got to do that. Do you meditate every day? I try to not, maybe not every day, but I, I, how long? Five minutes? Yeah, sometimes three five minutes. Hours? Three and a half. No, God. <laughs> three and a half hours. I just, <laughs> just like, it's jo- like borderline coma. I anyway. will tell you something though, Josh, and I'm being 100% honest. Like last time I started to meditate, um, probably about a, a month and a half into it, I had the most vivid, amazing dream. It was during the meditation? No, just like that night kind of thing. Um, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It was, it was, it was pretty cool, man. Do you want me to talk? Tell you what? Yeah, okay, so. I was in this house and it was like uh, we don't have anywhere to be. This podcast okay, can be cool. can be a four hour podcast and right. shit. as long as we're, as okay. long as we're still interested in talking. Yeah. So once in, we stop caring, I'll assume the audience has checked out. Too. I'm in this house and this house is really. Uh, it, it almost looks like it's being demoed. All right, demolition. Dem- okay. Yeah, yeah. So everything's everywhere. There's boards, but there's like this fucking dark force, this entity chasing me through the house. Okay. And I'm feeling trapped, but I get to the top floor of the house. I open the window and then I step outside. But as I step out. I'm uh, all of a sudden there's a, a giant tree and the, the sky is super clear and like everything is just, I don't want to say enlightened. That sounds corny, but no, 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 no. Everything just went from like this, this claustrophobic kind of feeling mm-hmm. to this really grand open space. And I'm looking around and I'm sitting atop this tree and I can, I can, the breath is, is like the air is fresh and fuck you. Josh is like, you fucking, no, I'll, you. I'll be honest with you. I, this is fucking gay. Isn't no, it's it? not. <laughs> it is. No, when I tell you, when I tell you, you're going to laugh. Right. Okay. No, you're talking about how fresh the air yeah, is. And I just fart. Yeah. <laughs> so I like, you got me motherfucker. My I, mouth is open. No, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you're talking about that. And now I'm yeah. like, I'm sitting here. Like I just ripped one and I'm like, it's from lunch that we had. We'll talk about that later. Uh, okay. But I just, I just ripped. And as you're talking about like, I'm in there and the air is so fresh and all oh, I'm smelling fuck. is this monstrosity. So I'm glad you're sharing. Josh, I'm, just, I'm feeling like a fucking fan. I'm just listening. Here. I'm just smelling this horrendous gas. And you're like, the air is fresh. <sighs> Comic I'm relief, I'm taking huh? a deep breath. This- no, it was just... it was just. Can I continue? Of course you can. Fucker. I'm sorry I laughed. It was just funny. Fuck, it's not funny. Take this a is deep breath. No! 
Take a deep breath and resume. The air is fresh. You feel free. All right. So anyway, and then I like I look below me. There's these two oceans, right? One That's my the, life, by the one way. One to the left, one to the right. <laughs> you had this wonderful story. I know. Of feeling expression. Wah, wah. And okay. then the universe. I'm not fucking telling the story. No, 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 Forget no, no. it. No, no, sorry. You're, you're on top oh, of the okay. tree. I really do care about it. Okay. Oh, see, now I'm trying to take a deep breath and all I smell is ass. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I even get to the point where the universe will give me a beautiful story and it'll this, ruin it. This is what makes Josh Williams great, people. Farting at the fucking most I didn't awkward choose times. it. It happened like 10 seconds before your story. The dark entity chasing you was my guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to run from the fart. Open the window. <laughs> I can fucking breathe. <laughs> is that why your face looked like really fucking gnarly for a second? I was laughing because I'm like, I'm like this poor, I'm like, yeah. I just start smelling this horrible thing. And I laugh because I'm like, I'm smelling this terrible fart. And then all of a sudden oh, you man. get to a point where you're like, and I take you a deep so breath. so uncomfortable for a second. Oh, because like I was like. Your face went really like. Because it smelled terrible. And oh. then you're like, and I take a breath <laughs> like, and the air is fresh. Does he not and like it was my such, story? No, it was such a contrast to what I was experiencing. Oh, okay. You got that fresh air and I'm like, what? <laughs> This is not beautiful anymore. <laughs> Josh, Anyways. you're really fucking up my chi, man. I'm sorry, buddy. All right. S- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I would normally like just rip one crop dust a guest, but... <laughs> <laughs> Where's my the, fucking mask? And it was the worst time. Hold the, on. The, Let me the, put my mask on. <laughs> I'm trying to make a poignant social commentary right. about why so, masks are important. So to go back to this... You open the window, there's a big tree. Okay, there's a big tree. You're atop this tree, the air is so fresh. Yes, it will. Okay, so there's uh, two bodies of water, one to the left, one to the right. Okay. Um, In the right body of water, there's a whale. Okay. Like a blue whale or something. And it's, it's, it was like, it was calling out to me, I think. So, yeah, fuck you. (laughs) No, that's not your story. Ah. I'm just thinking about the listeners. He's telling this beautiful this story. This corny motherfucker. And I you work in no, a no, no. Ki- Matt, you work in a kitchen? Oh, my God. Wait no, till, dude. No, no, no. I love it. Dude, I, I have, there's nothing funny about your story. There's a whale, and I assume okay. there was something in the left So, body. And then, okay, I got to be good. All right. So, and then uh, my mother is in the dream all of a sudden, and she's okay. sitting next to me, and we start to meditate together. And honestly, th- this dream, it was just, it was bliss. Everything was perfect. Um, and after such a scary event of this entity yeah, chasing you. Right? And it felt like, I don't know if it was what they call enlightenment, but I don't know what the, what the meaning of this dream is. But okay, there's a whale, there's a tree. My mother was in the dream. The whale was trying to get to the other uh, body of water. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was super vivid and it was just, it was really cool. And I don't know if it's because like I was, you know, I've been meditating or whatever, or I just, who knows, but it was neat, man. I it heard was cool. interesting. So I have a book upstairs that's like dreams and understanding the metaphors and stuff in them. Yeah. I, I heard this a long, long time ago about dreams is that, that yeah. I, I think one of the things, one of the theories about dreams is like your dreams are your brain trying to solve problems. Okay. So it's creating scenarios and like running you like, so basically, and this actually, I've never put this together. Maybe this is part of what I'm experiencing is I, I, I've always looked at it that way. If I have a dream and I'm like, I remember when I was with my my ex, I used to have dreams all the time that she found someone else and didn't care about me, right? Yeah. Going back to probably my feelings of not being enough, right? Is that okay. somebody I cared about would leave me for someone who's better, which happens to a lot of people. Um, but your brain's like running through scenarios because because even though it's not a real fear, or not yeah. sorry, it's not a, it's not a real danger per se, like a, like a physical danger, mm-hmm. right? We don't like animals are present, right? Animals are not like, oh my God, next week, where am I going to find berries to eat or whatever? Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, they have coping mechanisms too. 
And well, the idea is that they, they're certainly more present than we are, which is why, for the most part, they seem happier. They yeah. have real fight or flight, like that fight or yeah, flight instinct or comes freeze. back. Absolutely. Yeah. So they have the, but, but they're still present. That's a right now thing. Well, like I think that yeah. they don't, well, I don't think that they walk around necessarily going, what if I go somewhere where there's a predator? I think it's, if I hear a predator, okay. I'll run. But I think it's still a more of a present thing than than that. But what I'm saying is that like we as human beings, like we have fight or flight responses to something that's not even there. Like we have panic and anxiety about a fear that might happen. Like what if I can't pay my rent next month? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that the 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 lions are like, oh man, I can't make my cave payment next month. Yeah. Where are we gonna, you know, oh god, den rents due. <laughs> like I just but you know what I mean? So I think that they're more present in that. We've as, as as human beings have created all these things that like, what if this happens? What if I never find love? Like I don't think animals worry about that shit. What if I die alone? They don't in fact in the animal kingdom, most animals choose to die alone. They yeah. wander off and find a place by themselves and they die alone. Like right. the amount of stories you hear about a dog who like wandered out the backyard, went out of the porch and died. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's just, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a lot more real, like immediate present danger, right? We have all this, this future danger in our head, like yeah. things are coming. So I, I think that your dreams are like your, your brain's way of trying to solve these problems and okay. stuff like that. So, so in your dream, it'd be interesting to, to try to figure out what did this thing mean in the dream? What was yeah. this entity? What was this fear? Right. What was, you know, what were you afraid of and what, what did it represent? And what did that moving through the window? What did that escape? Yeah. represent or whatever it is. I just find the fest. It's not to say that you're going to come up with it. Dreams are crazy. Yeah. But it's funny because in the time, in the moment, in the dream, a lot of the shit makes sense. Like everyone's that, always like, oh, this was this and this yeah. didn't make sense. And I walked through a doorway and now I was in a garden. Like, and you're like, oh, okay. yeah. Like, but it's just like, well, that, that would make sense. But you're like, oh, I walked through the doorway and I was in the middle of a, the ocean. It's like, okay. Right. But in the dream, you're not like, well, that's weird. It just makes sense. So whatever your, your dream is, is choreographing, it's, it, I, I've always understood that your dreams are your brain's way of, of working through something okay, or making sense of something mm -hmm. like I still now have dreams about my ex. Like we're in a relationship. Why doesn't she okay. care about me? Not, maybe not that we're in a relationship, but why doesn't she care about me? I'll have, I'll have dreams like that. And it's, it's, uh, I think you and I talked the other night and I said something, I'm like the relationship I'm in or whatever, something like that. And I was like, Wow. I haven't said that. Yeah. And I know I'm not in a relationship, but just the fact that that came out of my mouth, like maybe that, you know, I, I clearly parts of me haven't let shit go. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I, uh, you know, like I, maybe I need to find a way, like I logically know I'm done and I still feel so much hurt, but I'm like, but my heart hasn't, my heart doesn't understand Mm -hmm. that that love isn't there anymore that that thing is gone and so i still have nightmares now very likely because my my brain is trying to solve this how to yeah. this it's like and it's like yo brain it's over dude like yeah. we don't need to fix we don't need to solve it we yeah. don't need to figure it out it's over and so it's it's kind of like yeah i don't know i i, I say that now but but in terms of your brain trying to solve a problem when I talk about me thinking about things like losing weight and trying to learn something or whatever, I almost have that whole going through the whole experience, not in a dream way where it's like, oh, nothing makes sense. But like that whole, like you got to play through the whole thing, except my playthrough every time is like the failure, right? Or the, or the not succeeding, like not believing myself. So it's like people are like, why, are you, why is your brain so crazy? Like, why are you going through all these scenarios? I'm like, yo, because I'm trying to solve I'm trying to make sure that if I do this, there's like a way that I won't feel pain. 
You know what I mean? I won't, I won't, yeah. fail. I won't not be enough. So how do I do this in a way that's going to work? But I, I manifest those, those, I don't manifest is the wrong word. I do, I guess, ultimately, but I run through that shit in my head and I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to work because of this. And what if I try to learn? And I, I just watched a video on, on sheet music and yet it's yeah. like, but it's, this is like piano, not guitar. What did I say wrong to Google to get me piano music when I said how to read music? Is yeah. there a universal music that I can learn? And then we can adjust accordingly. Like, and how come in this simple lesson, I, I understood a couple things, but what about all that other shit you showed me and, and, and whatnot? So it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, uh, I doubt. And I'll get there. Whatever. I'm not going to spend any more time on this episode about the why am I not good enough. But I think just and and dude, you I, we're not going to share any of your personal stuff. I'm not going to I'm not going to put it out there. But you shared with me some personal shit this week, so I just um, I, I I enjoy having conversations. I'll actually while okay. I'm thinking of it, I'm going to mention that I I I teased the, uh, an episode that I did with somebody. I I did a full interview. I did I talked for two and a half hours with somebody the other day. We got to know each other. Uh, and it was a great interview. We dove deep into some some you know personal issues and some social issues, and we talked. And I felt it was a very productive conversation. But both of us having sort of public jobs, um, both of us were like in the climate. You can't just talk openly and empathetically. Um, it's a climate where people will at times look for something wrong to try yeah. to hurt you with. So we both decided that that you know what, it was a great talk, and we're glad we got to know each other and stuff like that. But we decided that probably not best to put it out just yet so good talk to very empathetic people to very kind people with no hatred towards anybody and no real controversy mm -hmm. but sometimes just a subject is in and of itself controversial and so it doesn't matter what you're trying to say it's just right somebody like again i i've i've my my listeners know i've tried to do things where i'm like hey let's all love each other here's something i learned and yeah. then one of the only times i got an email uh, on the podcast about something i was talking well well where someone came at me and it's like, really? Like that was the most like open-minded loving thing that I've ever done on this podcast. And someone found a way to get mad about it and then come at me. So anyways, yeah, somebody somewhere out there is not having, I think you were listening day. back then. Cause it was like episode, I'll tell you specifically, it was episode number nine. Okay. I think I talked about the initial subject on episode six mm -hmm. and then, and then I got my, I wrote, read the email and then oh, whatever. And I think nine. I was this from a place that you were working and then something happened where like, Oh no, I got fired from air Canada. Also, just because my podcast, no, like good natured, like, hey, I literally yeah. talked about having anxiety and worry and then how I felt better now that I was working there. And they're like, why were you shitting on the company? And oh. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Like, oh, yeah. Anyways, but but regardless, uh, a new record for getting fired from a job, two and a half days. Pretty fucking good. Hey. Pretty fucking good considering I did nothing wrong while in the building or, or I didn't do anything wrong at all as far you as I'm You were stoked about that job, too. I remember. Yeah. You, you Somewhat. You were pretty happy. Somewhat. Yeah. Okay. It was... Well, I'm, I'm not going to start slamming them, but all right. I know is that like, if I was a comedian trying to come up with like, Hey, what's the worst write up I could give for a job in terms of like job description? Like, Hey, is this what they asked me when they hired me? And you can read it on their website. So this is not slagging them, but it was like, Hey, would you be interested in working, uh, days, nights, holidays, overnight, plus 40 degree weather, negative 40 degree weather. That's Celsius for my American friends do the conversion, right? Like plus, plus 40 degree weather would you be interested in working four hour shifts and driving all the way here to the airport? Like all like basically the like crawling in cramped spaces, lifting over 80 pounds, like all these yeah, different things. Yeah. It's like the worst things. Oh, and all for minimum wage, the absolute yeah, least yeah. amount we can pay. All right. right. And that's not on them. Yeah. That's the job, whatever. No, that's I, fucked they up. They let though. you, well, they let you know up front. I wasn't shitting on that, but I was saying that like, 
Well, who would look at that and go, yeah, I want to do that, mm. right? It's How are you supposed that, to answer that question? Right. Yeah. So I said, I said, yes, I'll do it. And they're like, why, why are you interested in this job? And I go, the travel perks, Yeah. right? Saving money on travel because I can find a minimum wage job where I don't have to do all that other stuff, yeah. but there's some significant benefits to it. Yeah. I was honest, right? They're honest about what the job is. I was honest about, but about A, whether or not I was willing to do it and B, uh, yep. why I wanted to do it, right? I didn't blow some of it. Oh, because I want to work outside, you know? But anyways, um, that's not what came across because someone who had no sense of humor heard it and was looking at it like, how can we complain? That's life, man. Sometimes you talk about shit and it doesn't matter what your intention is, yeah. where your heart is. They just want to complain and get mad. Um, well, you know, it, you know, the funny thing is that people are afraid, right? So as much like someone else did to me what they were afraid of having done to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone else was afraid that somebody else might hear it and get a bad impression of them. Mm. So they heard what I was saying and they got mad at me and, and went at me. So it's, it's so, it's so like, like, it's like when uh, something happens with an actor or something, like I'm not talking about the ones who are like cr sex criminals or something, but mm. just an actor did something like made right. a joke and then made all a joke 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, fire him from everything. Yeah. It's like, this was 10 years yeah. ago. Yeah, everyone. it was a joke. They deleted. They didn't leave it up yeah. there and put sparkles around it so everyone could find it. Live. They deleted it. Yeah. But they. But someone else saw it, and it's like end it all for this person now. Everybody's saving no, face at that point. And yeah, like no doing mistakes. Damage control. And it's like, what are you worried about? Disney or or, or whatever company yeah. that hires these people. It's like, what are you worried about? That that your customers are going to see that and go, I'm never buying anything because one person on one show did one thing. Yep. One like. Like people aren't going to stop their, their Disney plus subscription because one actor on one show did a thing, mm -hmm. but everybody's so afraid of like, this is going to cost me everything. Yeah. And that's so let's fear. do that yeah, to absolutely. somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Like, like you're just, you're just preemptively, mm -hmm. right? It's like stabbing somebody because you think they might stab you. Yeah. That's crazy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking I get crazy. it. I get it. So, um, I don't even remember. Oh, because you were saying, was it, a, that it, yeah, that was not it. But I'll tell you this. Some of the, like what we just explained, like that kind of discussion uh -huh. was what I had with this other person where we were talking about how like, it's such a scare and, and literally the two of us, despite the fact that there was no hatred, no animosity, nothing but love in the conversations we talked about, we are, we're, we both agreed. We're not going to put this conversation out right now because it's just, that's, that's not what it is. Yeah. We talked, we talked about how like intent means nothing anymore. These should be the conversations that people should be course, having. And that's though. what we said. That's what we said. Like this fucking wake this up. Dialogue. People stop being a fucking pansy generation. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. But it's just, but you know what it is? I think one of the things we talked about was how like everybody's looking to leave their mark. Yeah. Everybody wants to do something. First off, it's easier to change. We think it's easier to try to change other people than it is to look in the mirror and change what's wrong with ourselves. Mm. But there's this whole like everybody wants to be the one who changed something, these social justice warriors. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, I'm going to be the one who got rid of this word. I'm going to be the one that stopped the word Karen. And you're Fuck like, really? You. Karen is a thing. Like they've yeah. weaponized a name. And you know what? No, it's the Becky, names, isn't it now? Oh, I don't know. Like, Dude, I don't know. It's Karen stupid. I'm Why sure. is it white girls? Like, are we but the whole idea is that, that a name that meant nothing. Uh -huh. Like I could say, oh, hey, what's up? You're such a Steve. Yeah. And I just picked a name and I put a little stink on it. Yeah. But like in two weeks time, yeah. if you wanted to get upset about it and you wanted to put your weapons and you wanted to say that your feelings were hurt. Yeah. Instead of people going, are you fucking kidding me? You just took a word. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you, and it's, a, it's not a weapon. You just, mm. you gave it power. And instead yeah. of people going, Hey, let's take the power away from it and let's not let that be a weapon. Cause it's just a name. And someone goes, Oh, you're a Karen. You're like, I don't know what that means. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 
they go, oh, Karen is the N word for women. I think it it's means like, what? like you're a white privileged. Um, oh, I know what, what they're saying. It means, but it didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah. Literally, somebody gave it that power once. That person decided to be offended by it. Uh-huh. That person decided to spread it. Yeah. One person saw that, hey, I called her that, told her what it meant. Yeah. And I saw that it upset her. So I'm going to keep using it as a weapon because, mm. because A, that person allowed that word to have meaning right. and intent. Now it's a cool word. Now hey. it's a word that's so upsetting. Yeah. If you dare, like my 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 friend uh, Red had said that she like jokingly called it to told a dude. He's like, you're being such a Karen right now in a joking way. Uh, and some and and then she was not disciplined. Yeah. But like there was like a verbal reprimand, like, hey, be careful. You don't want to like. It's like, oh, they were yeah. saying that that don't be saying don't that say to that to somebody. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's you don't want to be like. And she was so joking with a colleague, like, but it's like, but that's the climate. Like this word that was a name, it's only a name. I I pick a name right now Uh, that means nothing. Charlie. Yeah. Well, guess what? Let's take two weeks and make Charlie a weapon. And instead of people having the wherewithal to go, that's not a weapon. Yeah. It's a name. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's uh, a quote I love is offense cannot be given. It can only be taken. Right, because I can't make you offended, but you can take offense. Right. I can say something. If you take offense, I, I didn't give it to you. I might have, you know, but I might have been trying, but it, but offense yeah. is something that cannot be given. It can only be taken. Mm-hmm. And let's take Charlie and make it offensive. And we can have arguments in three weeks from now saying Charlie's the N word for upper. I don't, I don't know. Careful. I don't know. It's so stupid. Careful. It's so stupid. And it's also, it also trivializes <laughs> yeah. real, real hate and things like that. It's, it's, oh man. Anyways, I could go on for hours. Mm-hmm. My friend and I, we had a great conversation. We just talked about how like everything from giving power and people not wanting to talk, everyone would rather be offended by each other. Yeah. I, I did say how like intent used to matter. It used to matter what you were saying. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the person that it was coming from. It used to be yeah. what you were saying that made a difference. Right. Right. And now it's not. Now it's what color is your skin? What's your gender or what's, what do you identify as? Right. Or what's your, you know, all, you know, this, that, or it's, it's, this is basically, and it's like, doesn't your matter credibility what, is based yeah. on your skin color or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm going to judge you and what you, and the value yeah. of what you have to say just by looking at you. Bullshit. And this is not me defending white males. This mm-hmm. is anybody. Right. Right. Because it's you could like, be a black male. Absolutely. And then yeah. it's like, oh, you're a guy. You don't know women's problem. Okay. Maybe that's true. Mm. But the whole idea is that you don't even want to hear what I have to say. Right. You've already decided it's value. Yeah. We used to, and I'm sure we still do because it's great to be human beings and, and, con- and uh, contradictory, but it used to be. That we would tell kids and everything like that, like you're special and you're an individual and there's nobody like you. But mm-hmm. now we live in a world where, oh, no, you're not. We're going to go based on your skin or your gender yeah. or, your, or your political side. You fit so, in this category. Exactly. You're over here. They're yeah. over here. Oh, I don't need to hear. Stay in your lane. Yeah. I don't need like, to hear what you have to say because you're this. Yep. And I already know what your opinions are. And you're fucking the, horrible. You're already the enemy. But that's what it is. And, and here's the thing is people think that that's progressive. No. And it's like, no, you're, you're, you're alienating people, yeah. whomever it may be there. And the thing is it happened to women for years where it's like, Oh, you're a woman. You don't know. It was wrong. Mm-hmm. It was wrong then. And, and, and that behavior is being perpetuated and we're finding new boxes to put people in. Yeah. But all it is is uh, whatever. Uh, I solve nothing and nobody cares. So it's a shame. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everyone who's going through that. Just know that not everybody sees you that way. Um, yeah, it used to be, we celebrated individualism, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and now you're told that you're just this first. Mm-hmm. So we know we put a, we put a filter on what it is first because of this, that, I think whatever. it was like <clears throat> who you were was based on like who your family was, you know, originally like Smith's or, or, uh, well, yeah, your name came from right? your family. Oh, yeah, like you're, blacksmiths. You're, yeah. 
you know, baker. Right. Butcher. It wasn't. Right? Uh, Butcher's it was, a last name, right? It was, it, uh, yeah. Is it one? Yeah. I know Baker is. Baker's a last name, but yeah, it's, yeah, but it's yeah. Baker, Smith. Right. Right. Like in in uh, Sweden, they all have like son at the end of the name, Alfredson, Carlson. Mm-hmm. It's like so-and-so's son or whatever it is. Yeah. And like you were, I mean, you were, and I don't want to say judge, but like basically um, it, it was all about your family and like, yeah. uh, were they good people or were they not? You know what I mean? It didn't matter. Like reputation, certainly exactly. that mattered. Your and, actions meant more. And the goodness and that you put out into the world was the goodness that would come back for your children and their, their children's children. Right. You know what I mean? People were very big on a maintaining their family's name, not just yeah. because of the name, but their the, the name held weight right. too is what your reputation was. Absolutely. Right. So it's like, I don't want to, people used to say, I don't want to tarnish my family's name. Right. Right. That yeah. doesn't mean ruining a letter in it. That means like literally yeah. the value and the history. Um, I don't know. I, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it used to mean something. Now right. it's, I also heard something recently that was interesting about like classes. It was about how like, you know, back in the day, like mm-hmm. you were, you know, you were a peasant or whatever. Like you, you stayed in your class your whole life. There was only, okay. yeah. there wasn't ways to just, oh, all of a sudden now I'm this. Uh, like it wasn't yeah, like yeah. you could put out a YouTube video and now all of a sudden you live in the King's yeah. personal, you know, guest house. It's the only way they talked about knighthood. They talked about the only way that you could raise yourself in class was like to be knighted. Why knight, why being knighted meant so much was that Elton you, John, right? <laughs> yeah. But the whole idea was that you would have to like actually go out and fight better than other people and become this and that and, yeah. and do this. That was the only way to raise right. your class or working your status. hard. Yeah. And yeah. But that's the thing. You could be a hardworking blacksmith and you'd still be a peasant your whole life. Do you know what I mean? So, but it was interesting that like that, 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 that knighthood being, being knighted yeah. was a, was a raising of your class. Okay. So, um, it was, yeah, I, I just found that interesting. But they're talking about how now, like, you can you can change your status in life by becoming famous. Yeah. And, you know, being a YouTuber or an influencer, or there's all these different ways. Hey, man, of, get of, your hustle on. I ain't against yeah. that, right? But the like, idea is that we're not in a time where you have to stay in the class that you're in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can raise your status. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just interesting. It's not necessarily what we were talking about, about the family name or whatever, <laughs> but it was interesting way, you know, to, to raise your classes. Is yeah. There's more options now than there once was. And I think... Not that I was trying to tie this in before, it just popped in my head now, but I think that's what people are doing when they attack shit is they think, oh, I'm going to change, I'm going to make a change for this and I'm going to make oh, this. Okay. And it's like, no, you're not, you're not changing, you're, you're actually contributing to the problem, not contributing yep. to the, uh, the solution. Um, who cares? Anyways, my point is I want to learn how to play the, the harmonica and guitar <laughs> and I'll try to nice. read music. I do want to ask you guys, um, onesies that are listening, please send me an email, contact at one man podcast.com. If you have a resource or you have tools or, or, or suggestions on a, how to read music, um, guitar and harmonica is what I'm going to be working on. Um, if you have suggestions as to like what kind of lessons to do, or if you suggest, like, I, I thought about like, I know I can buy books like lesson books for guitar, mm. but I believe that those are all like read the music. Like it's not gonna be like a G a G on the page. It's going to be music. So some of you might suggest reading, you know, how this, or, or just tell me how you would, it would mean a lot to me, right? Especially after discussing how afraid to fail I am. Like, um, I don't want to sound like I'm begging, but I'm, I'm trying to strongly emphasize that, that, um, anecdotal or, or your suggestions of, of what's worked for you will give me more confidence than just feeling like it's like trying to learn calculus to me. Right. It's like, I know that there's people who understand calculus, but I'm not going to go to school for calculus and I, and I just feel like I won't learn it. So it's like, I, I'm not going to go buy music lessons. I can't afford to. So do you have any suggestions that will give me hope that I can learn on my own? I know it's possible, 
I just would love a, a, a kind push in the right direction, some suggestions for anyone who out there uh, who may know. Um, but I did just buy a small practice guitar, uh, not a ukulele. I, it is a guitar. <laughs> I think Epiphone is the name of the brand, so it's not a Yamaha. Hey, that's not bad. Yeah, it's Gibson's like sub brand or something, Dude. if I'm not mistaken. So uh, nice it's, only, it's only 200 bucks. Right on. But uh, I bought an Epiphone um, and I bought a $16 harmonica which I thought I brought down. I was going to play a little thing that I learned this morning, but it's not here and uh, we're not going to go upstairs and get it. So um, yeah, did that. Uh, I'll let you guys know how that goes. Let's move forward here. Uh, bought the masks. I told you about that. Um, we're not going to get to those gross, <laughs> those gross conversations. And it's so after everything else that we talked about, it so doesn't fit the, the, how we the even, vibe. yeah. How do we go into that? Um, yeah. Matt and I, so I, I went to buy my buddies at Bon Me, uh, or sorry, yeah, my, 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 Bon Me, I was going to say the brand in Toronto. I love the Bon Me sandwiches at Crazy Fo You. So good. My buddy Drew. Yeah. So I, I was telling him we were talking egg rolls a while back. I was going to bring him some Golden Palace egg rolls just so he could try them because he'd never tried them. Um, I was going to do that yesterday. I went and got the egg rolls. I tried calling him to say, Hey, I'm coming. I hope it's not too busy. I'll have a chance to try these. And then there's no answer. And I just figured, Oh, it's lunchtime. They're, they're probably slammed with orders because they're a great, great spot. Uh, no, they were closed because of the civic holiday. Um, so I ended up bringing them to my mom's place. I go, here you go, mom. You love these things. Eat these. They're delicious. Um, I uh, So we went today. You and I went for lunch today. Uh, you had never even heard of banh mi, right? I had never heard of it before. So yeah, it's it's I've, I've described it before. It's Vietnamese, French fusion. You explained to me um, a little bit of what made it the French part because I thought it was just like the baguette. Yeah. And then the Vietnamese part was like the pickled carrots and the mm-hmm. the, the pork and, and prosciutto and pate or whatever. Not all the banh mi's use pate either. Well, the liver pate, I think, was more That's like what you said, the French towards part. the French. Yeah, so you would explain that to me. Was the, uh, the garlic aioli, yeah. right? So that's like the French, the baguette, the pate, the oli. And then the Vietnamese is like the, the pork and the pickled pickled, pickled uh, carrots and yeah. The and prosciutto cucumbers. is like Italian. That's that's actually, I've never had banh mi with prosciutto. I think that that's Andrew's little like, kind of like little signature. It's really good. It's incredible. And they and they really go to the way to get those baguettes from a special place yeah. to like a bakery. And it was like perfect. That. Like it had such a nice like bite to it, but then it was super subtle. Like... What you would expect from a baguette, but this was like, I don't know, man, it was good. Next level like, shit. Next level shit. Like nice. first bite, boom, heaven. Yeah. Right up there. Yeah. And you're you're uh, you're a chef, you're a cook, so you've oui, cooked oui. many, many things. Thanks, so man. you were describing this morning to me, because when I told you what it was, I'm like, hey, you want to get lunch here? And you're like, oh man, that sounds slutty. Yeah. And like, what? And you're oh, like, yeah. well, they're sexy and they're slutty. slutty. Putin you- is slutty. So what did you say about the face? Something you want to fuck with your face? Yes. Slutty. Slutty is something you want to fuck with there your you face. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. like poutine, you're like, oh yeah, I want to get it. Yeah, slutty. I totally motorboat a poutine. So for like sexy would be like, uh, some, so, so let's, let's do this as an example. Oh Cause I talked, I talked a few weeks ago about when I came back from reds yeah. and, and her husband, John uh-huh. had gone through the trouble of making us like, um, ribs that were like mm. sous vide for like two mm. days. I was joking saying that like these things were sitting in like, That's like boiling water. That's like a sophisticated slut. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I was going to say, well, it was like, I'm like, basically, these ribs are sitting in a hot tub for two days. Yeah. Like, they went to the spa. <laughs> They've been nice winding. And, yeah. Died. Yeah. They're nice and relaxed and ready yeah. to, to go through. You know what I mean? Like, can you, I don't see why they don't do that for cows, right? When it's like, oh, the cows are massaged. Like, they got those cows. It's they like, do. why don't they just. They, they give them beer they, and shit. Yeah, but they don't put them in a fucking like uh, hot tub for two days. Let the muscles yeah. really relax. They turn into fucking cooked brisket if that was the case. Like, you think so? Well, hot tub, man, it breaks. If you put a cow in a hot tub for two days, it's gonna like 
the, the cow's gonna like melt in your mouth <laughs> right isn't that the whole idea yeah why are they massaging it in the field like, like give it a hot tub and then bam in the head all right put it in put it on yeah. the grill but butcher up look at how soft this meat is yeah they want it now they a want a rich field sized okay, hot tub yeah would be hard to find ads oh god but you were saying they want to maintain they want to maintain that fattiness like if for the cow that's why they're massaging it and feeding it beard fat nap you know fatten the cow up get that nice marbleization um whereas like basically the the various cooking methods are for the various cuts of meat low and slow for more tougher cuts with with larger mu- muscle composition right sure so like, i wouldn't know like a brisket for example we were talking about that a while ago okay a brisket is uh it tends to be a more tougher cut the muscle fibers are larger there's a lot of collagen you want the low and slow moist heat to break down that collagen okay yeah i heard someone talking recently about pot roasts pot roast and how they were saying how their mother used to make a great pot roast mm-hmm. and they they cooked it on like high or something like that and it was like it was like oh it's too tough so they figured yeah. it's because i cooked it too fast or too high mm-hmm. so they started to cook it on like lower heats mm-hmm. the same amount and they're like it was even tougher or something really? like that again or, it depends or, so on they the were cut. saying that like it, like the thing with pot roast is like you cook it for a long time because eventually it starts to break it, it'll soften up yeah. he thought he cooked it too fast mm-hmm. i believe or too high a temperature so it was like oh i've co- I, it's tough because i cooked the shit out of it so right. i gotta cook it like less less time or less mm-hmm. or or less heat right and it was like it was still it was even tougher so it's like or, or, or it was still tough yeah so it's like what the fuck do i do so but it was like but that thing about like you were saying i guess it's breaking down the collagen yeah so it's like for a long but if there's a lot time, of a la- if there's a lot of elastin in it elastin doesn't break down with low and slow heat okay so like actually the longer you cook it if there's lots of elastin in it it'll become tougher okay yeah so but all, certain cuts it's like this the way cuts, to do it yeah. so with pot roast is it low and slow yeah. Well, your yeah. best bet is just to like talk to your local butcher and ask them what cuts would be the best for certain cooking. Uh, you know what I mean? I'll like, put that on my list of things to do. I'll make yeah. sure I talk to my your butcher. Your butcher will know. The baker, the candlestick maker. That's what they're there for. <laughs> right. Any good butcher will tell you which cuts are best for what. And yeah, they actually, they love sharing that knowledge. It's I just what they don't do. know where my local butcher is. Everything's grocery store. Grocery store. Stuff. Yeah. It's like it's local like, meat I'm market. Talk to it's the like fifteen-year-old yeah. behind the counter, like wrapping shit up. Hey, Mister <laughs> Butcher. It's not like when we were kids. You know what I mean? You had the local butcher, the mm. meat market. Like I remember when I grew up in, when I was growing up in Ottawa in Mechanicsville. Yeah, we had a place called the Meat Market. Right, and we would go in, and they'd have like this big fucking saw thing with like a, um, uh, like a metal, uh, okay, metal saw, I guess. And they would they would slice the meat up right in front of you, and then they would put it in the paper. Yeah, you know, and that's that shit would stay good in the fridge, man. That paper is the best. Now they switch to plastic foam, whatever. Yeah, go back to paper, man. Anyway, yeah, it also breaks down, and it's not bad for the environment. Like yeah, saran wrap and styrofoam. But man, local butchers—that's <clears throat> where it was. And at. no, no question. And that's the thing is that like that's like the expert, but you pay more, and people don't want to pay more. And yeah, it takes longer. And you got to stand in line, and it's like no, well, the grocery not- store. I can just grab the shit off the shelf and fuck off. Like not necessarily. Like a lot of times, local butchers will have you know their prices will be better than what you're paying at the grocery store. You think so? Absolutely. Yeah. I, well, here's the thing. The only butcher I ever had was yeah. a place called Aubrey's. It was in the market mm-hmm. right across the street from Tucker's Marketplace, which is, if, okay. if I understand correctly, both Aubrey's and Tucker's. Well, Tucker's, I know for sure, just closed during COVID. Okay. Tucker's is toast. Sorry, Tucker's. Um, sorry, Tucker's. R.I.P. Uh, I worked there. was like 15. Washing dishes. Yeah? Yep. Um, but yeah, they're not there anymore. Uh, Aubrey's. Yep. But I would go to Aubrey's because I worked at the Rito Center, yep. which was close. So uh-huh. I would walk there after work. And I would get a cut of meat, but I had to stand in line and wait. Yeah. Right. I was, always had to wait for the stuff that I was getting. Mm-hmm. 
And it did cost more. Inflation. Yeah. Location. And this was like my early 20s. So we're talking like 15 years ago, maybe more. Yeah. No, about 15 years ago is right. Okay. Around that time. And so that's what I was, that's what, like, that was my local butcher. But You're they're also in, in the, the market, yeah, which yeah, is the yeah. most expensive right. rent and exactly. shit like that. I really, but I don't know of any areas like local butcheries mm-hmm. that are, it'd be, like, it was odd place for two. Cause I'm like, isn't that like having a butcher in a mall? Where you're yeah. like, is this an easy place to get meat delivered and, and things like that? Like, yeah. it was odd to me. So, I don't know. Um, but yes, like you're right. There's there's ways of of the experts know. Mm-hmm. It's just harder nowadays to find it. It's like it's like a, a tailor. Yeah, you know what I mean. And not like the tailor who works in the big suit conglomerate corporate right. store. Right, 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 right. Who's like, I know the basics. I can hem pants. The local like, mom and pop shop is what you're looking for. That's yeah. been passed down generation to generation. Right, like the person who's like, I'm a tailor in the sense that I can cut strips of fabric yeah. and sew them together, make something. Not hey, if it's already made, I know how to like fold, do an extra bit of fold and stitch it. You know what I mean? Right. Like. I have the palette or patterns, I think they're called, mm-hmm. and this and that. So that's all I'm saying is like the level of expertise goes down and down. It's like going to Home Depot and asking a question of the guy in the aisle and thinking, oh, I'm going to ask you a plumbing question. It's like, this guy's never done plumbing. Yeah, um, He knows the I concepts know. of yeah. what he's been told. I know this pipe is supposed to fit there and yeah. you're supposed to use this glue. Have you ever done it? Uh, I don't know. Like They're telling you how to do it, but it's like theory. Yeah. I usually look for like <clears throat> the older fellas who are working at home depot because they generally tend to know a bit more than the younger generally but i'm almost like why are you here instead of like if you were a plumber why don't you plumb anymore Mm. you know why like they make shitloads of money so why aren't you retired or still doing that job i'm not saying that there doesn't that there's something sketchy going on it just i'm just always like man i don't know there's you're right you talk to an expert and they're gonna have the answers for you if you go to the place where the experts are You'll you'll get better answers. You'll get mm-hmm. better information. Really, that's what it is: is better information. Um, but you enjoyed the sandwich. <laughs> Way oh off yeah, from back the to the sandwich. sandwich. Okay, so it's it's the slutty and sexy. You were saying slutty because oh, yeah. I I was asking you. I wanted to I wanted to pair John's. I'm sorry, I just gave you the floor and then I took it back. I apologize. That's okay. But I wanted to compare the things that John was feeding me, something that a qualified chef was making me, mm-hmm. but then quantifying them as sexy or slutty. And I think, honestly, I think well, most of what we ate was slutty. Most. Yeah. But we had... Um, it was a slut masquerading in like a sexy outfit. That's what the sandwich was? Yeah, that's what I would probably give it. Yeah, it's, so it's not... Yeah. Cause, so sexy is... Let's go with sexy and then let's go with slutty and then let's evaluate. I so think you tell me, tell me sexy, tell me slutty. Sexy would be like uh, something that's really refined, nice and clean on the plate, good presentation. Everything's kind of like in its spot, a little bit of sauce, nice garnish. Like always whenever you see lamb shanks, they're always cut like it's like a coin with yeah. a giant bone sticking it, out of it. It's the plate. If, it'll look sexy. Wow, that's a sexy plate. You look at it, that's that's nice. That's hot. That's sexy. I see. Right? Oh, okay. So it's not so much about what the food is. It's the pre- mostly presentation. Yeah, well... Because you could have a slutty steak if it's just slapped on a plate with a pile of mashed potatoes thrown on it. Is that is that not slutty versus yeah. sexy? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, steak tends to be a little bit more uh, non-slutty. I'd say. Right. Okay. Then let's do it this way. You mm-hmm. could have a slutty hamburger. Yes. Or you could cook a nice hamburger, cut it down the middle, put the sticks in it, open it up, pour nice little fucking French yeah. fries in the middle, and you're like, oh, look at this sexy presentation. That's But as soon as you take a this... bite of that burger and those juices start dripping everywhere down your fucking <laughs> arms, that's a slutty burger. That's a so, slut masquerading in sexy clothing. Okay. Yeah. So the whole idea is like if, you get, if, if you're eating it with your hands. Yes. So, so basically... If you're licking your fingers... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm getting a hard on here. Yeah. No, <laughs> Putin, right? So yeah, well, Canadians Putin. I I think if anyone's like, oh no, it's a sexy, it's a sexy. No, it's like no, it's slutty. Yeah. It's, it's great. It already yeah. has got two kinds of cum on it. Right? <laughs> the, 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 the white cheesy stringy yeah. and, the gravy. and the gravy. So I can see that as as incredibly slutty. Yeah. Um, I can't even think of a sexy way of doing poutine. Mm-hmm. I can't think of it. Putin's but, a slut. But I I could see like I could think slutty burger like for the for the. Yeah, I was even trying to think of like the ribs, the slow cooked uh, yeah. sous vide ribs yeah. that were boiled. And it's like, yeah, they went to the spa. Yeah. But it's just a whore that went to the yeah, spa first. Because now she's covered in fucking sauce. <laughs> or, he, or he. Right. Right? Works both ways. Yeah, they'd be, yeah, they'd be slut. I mean, I don't. You're right. <laughs> don't slut slut I'm not trying to slut shaming. Slut shaming the food, you fucking whore. You'll just let anybody put you in their mouth. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. So okay. So I'm 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 starting to get it a little bit. So even though it's cooked immaculately, mm-hmm. if it's slathered in sauce and you're got yeah. it over your face, yeah. it's like, look, I don't care what you were wearing. I don't care what spa you were in earlier today. That's right. We're getting. Dirty. We know what you're all we're about. Getting, you're not fooling anybody. Yeah. Just because you yeah. put on that makeup and yeah. your nails did. <laughs> <laughs> we know where you came. from. We know where you came from, and we know where you're going. Yeah. You're going down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, okay. So then. Mm-hmm. When John made uh, pulled pork tacos, yeah, they look you know presentation on the table, but it's it's is that slutty pulled pork tacos, nice real corn tortillas, <sighs> not like like deep fried, but like soft corn tortillas. We had yeah. the pulled pork, you know the 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 veg the the, the I would say if I had to pick it was it, it didn't look dirty on the plate, it wasn't slimy mm-hmm. and dripping, but it's got to be slutty, simple and easy hand food. Uh, I don't know. I'd say that uh, pulled pork tacos is it can be sexy. Okay, and yeah. not every food is either sexy or slutty. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just work in a library. Yeah, and like, I'm thinking like a bowl of oatmeal is neither sexy nor slutty until you put your spoon on it, and if you're getting like that <laughs> sound when you're <laughs> that's so, the sludgy add some, like add a bit of milk and some brown rain sugar. boots and a mud puddle, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that's the, now that becomes slutty. That doesn't turn me on though. Well, if you feel like a pig after eating it too, like that's. that's but who does that? Right, what? you get blueberries, a couple pieces of sliced banana, and you eat it, and you're like, I'm going to go to yoga. Yes, I'm go do a Pilates. lot of people do that. <laughs> right, but I'm saying, does that make you feel slutty? You're like, I'm starting my day off with something healthy and, and No, like you that. feel good. You, you feel good, right? You don't feel, you know. I guess, but then yeah. it's not slutty. Even if it <laughs> Oh, with the oatmeal. I'm putting my, I assume you're talking about <laughs> sticking your f- spoon in the, the oatmeal, not your cock, right? You go, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All I know is... It's okay. So I'm starting to get, it. I thought it was like, you know, mm-hmm. I thought you were saying like when the food has either it, got this aspect, I, but it's, you're yeah. basically talking sexy means mm-hmm. it looks good. You eat it with a fork and knife. Yeah. You know, you put the napkin yeah. on your lap. That's yeah. sexy. It looks okay. good, but, go- I, but I'm yeah. eating it like a gentleman. If you're out for like a, you know, a really nice dinner with your significant other and you know, sexy, sexy, right? Unless it's, you're eating it with your hands. If you're in like a dive somewhere in a back alley and you know, <laughs> back alley dive. right. Hey baby, we're going for pogos. Yeah. Pogos are slutty. Pogos? Because they're slathered in sauce. It looks like a dick. You don't yeah. think so? Corn dogs or whatever you want to call pogos, them? Pogos. Uh, that's that's got to be slutty. I think that. It's not yeah. sexy. There's no way a pogo is sexy. Mm, sloppy Joe's, that's definitely slutty. Yeah. yeah. Poutine we've established yeah. is slutty. There's, um, I'm trying to think of something. Anyways, anyways I, I'm, gonna, I'm having fun. I'm, I'm sorry. To, we're almost at the two hour mark. Not that we need to wrap it up, but maybe some people have left a long time ago. We're talking about <laughs> our feelings. And now we're talking about food, porn. Uh-huh. But 
So that's what it is. When I described the bon me earlier, you were like, oh, that sounds slutty. But but you were saying it's like it's you know, sexy. Like you didn't get sauce all over your face. No, it was like it that. was clean. Yeah, like it was good. Like the, I, I, yeah, I just wanted to. Scrub. It was like Pretty Woman. It, it was a slut that yeah. was working on bettering herself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or yeah. or it was a sexy thing that was slumming it. Mm. But it was I, it was like a merge of two worlds. I think because I'm trying to think. I think the meals you you got to tell me this one. Mm-hmm. The meals that John made, like mm-hmm. I said, the pulled pork tacos. I'm, I'm going to go with slutty. They weren't sloppy or okay. anything, but it's kind of slutty food. We ate with our hands. Yeah. Um, I know that we had uh, Chicago style pizza. Mm-hmm. It was like pie, crust on top, crust on the bottom. So it was like actually like a like a pie. Yeah. With with meat and, and onions and stuff like that on the mm-hmm. inside. Uh, that's slutty. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Even though I was eating with a fork and knife, it's slutty. Yes. Yeah. Greasy, yeah, 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 it's yeah. sloppy. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had pancakes. What are, what are pancakes? Slutty? Because you maple syrup? Fork and knife, but you got sauce everywhere. No, pancakes can be sexy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair. Uh, moving on, we did steak. Yes. We did steak, Bernays sauce. Now, the Bernays sauce Ooh. was slutty. Oh, yeah. But it was Bernays sauce. We did potato, like baked potato, yeah. and then like nice grilled You're vegetables. You're getting this. I think you get it. But I'm saying that like every, we ate it fork and knife. Yeah. Everything was nice on yeah. the plate. But when I poured that Bernays sauce there you all over, go. it was like I took home a female CEO, and then she let me come on her face. Yeah. And I'm not that's I'm not glorifying no, that, that. That makes sense. But I'm saying like that that was a woman in power who let me jizz on her. You know what I mean? Like that Bernays <laughs> sauce was like the the money shot yeah. on a powerful the sexy icing woman. on the steak. Yeah. yeah. So it was sexy, and then she let me treat her like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, sorry if I'm upsetting, but I'm just it's the humor of it. People are like, "What the fuck? Why are you always trying to bring women down? Doesn't matter what we no, do. No, we're not. Doesn't matter how big we succeed. You have to treat us like no. It's just hot. Oh jeez, just hot." Um, I actually, here, here's a funny thing. I, I heard something a long time ago. That's like, like usually people in power, men and women, mm-hmm. right? People in power like to be like degraded. Like they're like, like the dominatrix or whatever. They were saying like most of their clients oh. are like powerful people. And the only reason is that they're so used to like getting their ass kissed like, all the time. They're just, yeah, they're always power position and yeah. they just like not yeah. the not of it. Yeah. You know what that's I mean? like the police officer's daughter who likes the bad boys. Right. I wouldn't know. Now we're great. Now we're being listened to by the fucking police. I'm kidding. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, yeah, but it was so funny too. Like, uh, and yeah, and then, so I think the Bernays, and then the last meal we had was the, the sous vide ribs, which was bleh, amazing. He actually made a breakfast hash, which was great with, oh. with pulled pork and a bunch of other shit. This is your chef, buddy. Yeah. And then we used the le- leftover Bernays sauce on nice. that in the morning. Oh, geez. I felt like a fucking whore. <laughs> Uh, like I felt dirty. Morning sex. Morning sex. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Morning sex at <laughs> the Bernays. I didn't know. I called the dragon come to marinating all night. It was super good. So we were sitting waiting for our bond maze. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember. I really truly, it might come back to me in the middle, but we were talking about, Oh, I remember what happened. And I can't say because, uh, my good friend listens to the podcast, but we saw a thing and you would ask me like what my type was. Mm. Um, and I was just, you're like, Oh, is that your type? And I was like, I was like, oh no, uh, I'm like, I, I joked and I was like, oh, I'm like living with a pulse, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I said something else. I can't remember like living pulse, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, there was one other thing I said too, but anyways, but the joke was like living and then I, and then immediately my, my comedian's brain starts going like, like, <laughs> I don't know why, but it's like living with a pulse. I'm like, cause I wouldn't fuck a dead chick. And I'm like, and then I was just starting to just be stupid and trying to make you uncomfortable. And I was like, well, I guess it depends on how fresh afterwards, <laughs> like how long. How long is it like, you know, 
Like if I if if you walked in like right after the murder, it's like the body's been stabbed and the guy's jumping out the window and you're like, <laughs> she's still fresh. Like I still, I still got time, I think was the words that I was joking. But I was fucking around and I was like, imagine how funny that would be. Mm. You know? Because you think, well, it's a crime scene and you're leaving your DNA there. It's like imagine being questioned by the police. <laughs> like how that would go. Right? It's like, oh, you... uh Sir, we uh, we we suspect you in the case. Your your DNA was found on all of a sudden. You're like, oh no, officer! It's just a, it's just a common misunderstanding. Actually, I was just having sex with the dead body, the recently deceased. No, I didn't oh, kill god. her. I just fucked her dead corpse. Oh god! Um, like you, it's like that. Oh, that, that oh, clears it right up, sir. You're free to go. And then I asked Siri. Uh, his, right, his, right. His neck he asks his Siri. Necrophilia. And what did Siri say? Well, let's find what out. What did we learn? Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, Siri, is necrophilia a crime? Okay. I found this on the web for is necrophilia crime. Check it out. And then it says criminal code justice.ca. Uh, improperly or indecently interferes. What? With, with or offers any indignity to a dead. So it's like giving me like half a sentence. Of the criminal code, uh-huh. I'm not gonna look into it. I think mm. I think fucking a corpse. I said one time. Jeez, was that like necrophilia? necrophilia. That's necrophilia. Yeah. yeah, I was like, is necrophilia a crime? Because they could be like, oh, sir, but well, you've just committed a second crime, insult to injury. Um, it, and it was just the stupidity of it, but it was just, like, <laughs> it's disgusting, guys. I'm not advocating fucking corpses. It's not a thing. It was just stupid. It was two males being idiots. Eating our time. fucking well, we, our food hadn't come yet. So, uh, uh, if this is any lesson to you know chefs working restaurateurs, um, you know you want to keep us from having dumb thoughts. Get the food out faster. Um, <laughs> no, they're just as bad. What are you talking? Oh yeah, no, no, chefs are are fucking crazy. But it's just us being dumb. That's the thing too, man. Is like you know people want to jump down your throat. Oh, I can't believe you're having. I'm not. I'm being stupid. I'm saying things because I know it's bothering you, mm. right? So we 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 just had fun with that laughing about fucking. You know, I think it was like, it starts with what's your type? What's your type? Of oh, I wonder how weird it would be to have sex with a corpse. And then, Jeez. and then that situation where like, we found your DNA. No, no, no. Office, <laughs> no, actually funny story. I didn't kill her. I just found the body and had sex with it. Oh boy. Uh, so I'll get my things and leave. What are you talking about? <laughs> so follow you where? Sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, we talked about that. And you talked about sex shacks. Oh, yeah. you said in, in China? Mm-hmm. Is this a real thing? Did I, you look it up or did you hear it? No, actually, I uh, heard it from a coworker. Uh, he basically told me that they have these. Uh, I don't know how true it is. It should be true. They have uh, these actual jack off machines, whack shacks, whack shacks. Yeah, sorry, whack shacks <laughs> in in China to deal with like uh, the overgrowing population. So basically, the men they go to these machines, um, they get milked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they re- they relieve their stress. <laughs> Another kid is not born, and they move on. It's like a phone booth you put a quarter in. Yeah, <laughs> I, I almost get like this vision of my in my mind of like a bunch of cattle lining up to get milked. Yeah, <laughs> it is like and I was saying like and I and I don't know how it works. I'm like, do you stick your like? Is there like a condom that you stick in it? And you, right. Boom! And you blow it. You pull it out and throw yeah. it in the, the garbage can. Right? Like, you know, when the doctor, he's got the little thing he slides over the right, thing he puts in your right, ear right. and then he throws that away? Yeah. Like, I'm wondering if it's got like that kind of thing. Like, you put it over yourself and stick it in, or it's already there. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, the butcher paper at the doctor's office. Just anything where it's like, how do you deal with that? Or is there like a tube at the other end where it just, you yeah. know, and where just it takes all, it all away? And where, where does, does it go? Yeah. Where That's does where it all go, Josh? We're half of, like, we're, we're in this position. I was telling Matt before. Like, it's, it was so fun. We had each other dying laughing with just these different theories as to like what it, where, where it came from. Where it goes and this and that, I told them the hardest part about like 
even as a comic, you get these funny ideas, you start riffing, people are laughing. And it, the worst part is like trying to rather than just having it flow naturally, like Mm -hmm. you said before, you're just being yourself and it's just coming. It's natural. There's no expectations. Mm Versus like, okay, now how do I write it down? Now it's not the same because it's not flowing. It's trying to remember what we said before. But we were joking. I was, we were joking about saying someone has to service those machines. Like, oh, we got another clock. Like if it's a pipe that just drains, right? (laughs) As opposed to being something you pull out and throw away. It's like if it's a pipe that just drains. Yeah. You know, there's like a maintenance guy. It's like, oh, we got another... We got another clog on on shaft six. (laughs) Grab the pipe cleaner. Get in there. Yeah. Grab the pipe cleaner. Get your boots. You don't want to fucking walk in sandals across Probably that have, like, floor. These giant cum jugs that they swap out. <laughs> it's so gross, like a like a septic tank. Or coagulated, whatever. but I was saying like, on top of coagulated. I was saying semen. like, how funny was that if they just have like a tube that goes down? It's like there's a shop underneath. Like, you want your bubble tea? <laughs> we got the we got yogurt now. Fertilized salmon eggs. And we talked about too. I was saying, well, you can use like cattle feed because it's protein. Oh, that, yeah, that one yeah. goes too. And then I had Chicken also, feed. and then I also said that maybe that's oh where, God, maybe gross. that's where MSG comes from. It's like, it's dried and granulated. If you've ever wondered why MSG is so fucking salty. <laughs> that's what so gross. Fuck? Hold on. Sorry, I'm going to find it. Yeah. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. Hope you weren't eating. Yeah. Um, hey Siri. Oh, by the way, Andrew, I know you listen to the podcast. Um, so I'm going to shut Siri up because she's going to try to talk to me. Yeah. She's trying to talk to me. Um, I know Andrew listens to the podcast. I just want you to know that this is exactly the conversation we were having while we were sitting waiting for your bond me. Uh, so thank you so much for that. Hey Siri, is it true that there's actually masturbation huts in China? Okay. I found this on the web for, is it true that there's actually hmm. masturbation huts in China? Check it out. <laughs> I will. The first thing that came up is clip of masturbation in Ikea <laughs> in China becomes viral hit. <laughs> Uh, not really by search. Ikea masturbation incident in China is the second one. Ikea okay. China women video. Uh, Ikea masturbation. Uh, myths, risks, and benefits of masturbation was the fourth one. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, you know, because I'm, this, if, if this podcast, if, if nothing else, is, um, you know, it's it's informative. Um, so do you think, do you think if I searched whack shacks? <laughs> China's mass. Whack shack in China. And are you sure it's China, not like Asia? Viral Chinese, sorry, viral China this week. First Shake Shack in China. No, that's a burger place. Shake Bizarre Shack. Bizarre sperm extractor machine invented in China. Okay. You're, oh, is it like, is that like how the, the sperm donor Wait, clinics China now? masturbation machine, Alibaba. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> China. The master- Chinese machine will suck your tongue if you do it. What? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. The sperm. This is our col- sperm extractor machine invented in China to collect donations. They're for donations from men. You got an article? Yeah. Um, it's saying the sperm collecting machine helping China through hard times. <laughs> hard times? No yeah. pun intended. Unlike seeing a dentist where you lie down helplessly <laughs> and let the doctor torment you. Andrology. <laughs> the study of male health is one of the rare medical disciplines. Blah, blah, blah. Enter the SW3701 sperm extractor. Oh, sweet. A machine that takes the tedious the labor model. of masturbation out of the process of collecting semen for donation. The tedious labor of mm-hmm. masturbation. See, here's another thing. I'm never afraid of masturbating. I'm never like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this. You got a video for me? That's fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. It really does. Okay. That's hilarious. So uh, what I got was from the sun, uh, UK 
Sperminator, bizarre sperm extractor machine invented in China to collect donations from men terrified of masturbating in a hospital setting. So they're afraid of masturbating in a hospital setting, but instead they'll just jam this dick, their dick in this space pod. A company in China is knocking out mobile sperm extractor for male donors terrified of masturbating in hospitals. So your friend told you this, like it was like a fucking phone booth on the side. You just go in and... Mm. And this is not because of overpopulation. This is just like, it's a sperm donation. Okay. So it just whacks you off. I actually saw a video about, I think, I don't remember they called it like the shuttle or something. So, you know, the fleshlight. Yes. Um, I answered it. Yes. yes, I was going to (laughs) say, let me tap my nose. You're in a relationship. Are you from a, Matt, have you ever heard of the fleshlight? Um, I think. (laughs) Go on though. Like for the, for the sake of the listeners, please go ahead. Um, yeah, well, they got this thing called like a shuttle, like the fleshlight now comes with this like shuttle thing. So you can basically put the fleshlight in it okay. and it rocks it back and forth. Like, so, oh. so, uh, yeah, they, they've got, this is something I definitely watched. It was in it Bluetooth. It syncs with like videos. So like you could put like, so let's say you're really into this porn star. Like I'm sure you've never heard of any of these porn stars because you're a good Christian boy. Um, but like, let's say you wanted to fuck like, you know, Kimmy Granger. Oh, sorry. You got one for me? Do it. No, no, dude. I, I'm totally like, Let's have fun. You mouthed it. What is it? Who? No. What? Oh, no. You wouldn't know. Of course not. All right. You're going to write it down and I, we're going to put the listeners through this. Just say the name. God. You're human. I, you fucker. Aren't you human? <laughs> you've, you've never watched porn. I would, I would be suspect of a woman who believed that her man never watched porn. Then the guy was like, yeah, I've seen porn from time to time. Honestly, it's been a while. That's fine. So I'm not really... Oh, God. Let's just say any name you know. You know Jenna Jameson. Sure. You know Tara Patrick. Let's go with No, Jen- you're naming one that I haven't said. I don't know, dude. Really? You fucker. <laughs> what did you What did you mouth at me just a second I ago? I didn't. I was like, oh, I have to use the bathroom. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. Yeah. I thought you were just like trying, bathroom to, break. trying to name a porn star. No, 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 no. Bathroom break? Fair. Oh, you really need one? Yeah, okay, yeah. Bad. Okay, okay, okay. You go ahead. I'm going to talk about this myself. I'll tell the listeners. All right, BR. Uh, yeah, you don't have to. Then you'll just be gone. Okay, okay. Go, go, go. So anyways, I watched this thing where it's like a fleshlight. Well, it is the fleshlight. You put it in this thing and it basically will like Bluetooth and connect to an app on your phone so that the porn you're watching, this thing will actually stroke and rock back and forth to the tempo of the woman in the scene. So if she's like going harder and faster in the scene, it goes harder and faster. And then... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking of how ridiculous, how like how vulnerable and like bare bones I was earlier. And now we're talking about machines that'll jerk you off. You know? Yeah, you never know what you're gonna get with this podcast. But yeah, it's basically a thing. Like I think they called it the shuttle. I believe that's what they called it. But anyways, it you you it rocks back. So if you just can't be bothered to jerk yourself off, or if you are so removed from reality that you're like, I want to feel that woman. And of course the fleshlight you can actually buy. Like these women have like silicone molds of their, their vaginas. So like you can buy that particular porn stars vagina mold. And then uh, not vagina mold as in like the blue shit that grows on cheese, uh, more the mold of the shape of her vagina. Uh, not sure that there was anyone who's making that distinction, but I said it and I was like vagina mold. Mm, interesting. Um, so yeah, it would be like her thing on the fleshlight, then rocking back and forth at the speed that she was doing in that video, like the level of technological creations that are just built for some greasy fat dude to fucking jizz in the basement of, of whomever's place. 
Uh, so yeah, that was basically what the shuttle is. And I watched, so I saw like a whole interview and they're talking about it. She's like, so if you want to like, fuck me in like this video, it's Bluetooth and the shuttle sixty nine ninety nine, And this is that. And I was like, that's that, that blows me away. Like that's okay. But tweets are not anyways, Matt's back. Yep. That was a really quick pee. Mm-hmm. Did you wash your hands? Did you social distance from the toilet? I stay six feet away from the bowl when I pee just to make sure that I'm not getting intimate about my pee. You won't get intimate about your pee? No. Do you hold two hands or one? That's crossing the line. Is it really? Just pee. We talked about fucking corpses the, yeah, and I whack suppose. shacks. And you're like, I don't want to talk about pee. That's too personal. They can track you down with your address based on whether you use one hand or two. <laughs> I I one hand it. There you go. The other hand's holding me up on the wall because I have to like I have to angle myself like a uh you know, like a backslash. You make the grunting sounds. <laughs> I'm like a, is this, this is a backslash or forward slash? It's a forward slash. I have to forward know. slash myself towards the toilet. Yeah. So it's like on the wall. And like, like a half a TP. Do you picture yourself as like a badass when you're touching the wall and peeing like that? Like, no, you know, oh. no, it's, path- I thought it was such a badass it's way pathetic. to piss. It's badass. Like the, the one hand on the wall peeing. That's like, I'm fucking, I'm the man. I guess if you have it to the side, like you're holding yourself up because you might fall over. But I'm more, I'm, more, I'm more leaning over the toilet, so I'm pissing in it and not on it. Oh. Because okay. I was in a relationship long enough that if you leave one or two drops on the rim, uh, you know, and you don't see it because I pee with my glasses off. Yeah. I don't like, I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm, I'm not like midday taking them off, but you wake up in the morning, right? You go for that morning pee. I don't have my glasses on yet. Yeah. So I'm like, Ugh. You lift the seat, I, man. Oh, wait. Oh, I, I, lift, I definitely lift the seat, but I'm yeah. saying that you can. It's like I and I. The funny thing is, like, and I hear it in the water. I'm like, I'm hitting the target, <laughs> but I guess there's a one or two drips afterwards that just no. Nope. Yep. So I lean over, guys. You're learning so much about me, ladies. I am single and a he's a rim pisser. Uh, <laughs> a rim pisser. Anyways, um, so yeah, sex shacks in China. We've established sexy versus slutty food. We've did all that, and I guess I'll leave this on a happier note. Excuse me. Uh, my Nespresso samplings are back. I will be working for like two months straight with Nespresso marketing. And there is a small chance that you might be with me. Hey. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, if I get you in, because you're here for a while, you're doing some work, you're mm-hmm. here visiting family. So why not uh, do some fun work while you're here? That'd be awesome. It'd be uh, I. Really right. cool. So Nespresso's back. I got off the phone this morning. This is this is hot off the presses. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that Chromebook job. Um, and, uh, you know, frankly, I don't really care which is kind of great um so yeah it looks like i've got another few months of work ahead of me some good solid stuff that's that's reliable that's i mean unless there's another covid because because this was literally the road show i was doing when covid hit um so assuming we don't have like a second huge wave life will go on and things will be fun i'll be doing that again so coming up this week guys i got that harvey's uh promo i don't know if i mentioned them by name but but Carvey, harvey's is doing goodwill burgers uh this week will be in gatineau Ottawa and Canada. I keep tapping. I'm sorry, guys. Hopefully, I'll find it. I'll take that out and it's not too annoying in the background. But uh, free burgers for Goodwill for frontline workers, courtesy of Harvey's. It's nice. Uh, they're giving away 50,000 uh, free burgers, all, all in the name of Goodwill, just to, you know, all the people who've who've uh, worked in the front lines during all of this. It's a big thank you. Um, I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. Yeehaw. Getting my car detailed. Yeehaw. Oh, no, haircuts on Thursday. Doesn't fucking matter. I'm getting a haircut this week. I'm getting my car detailed, getting it cleaned up, you know. Uh, and good. And I will be in Kingston, uh, hosting and headlining in October, end of October, early November, uh, absolute comedy Kingston as the clubs are reopening Toronto, absolute comedy reopens this week too. So, um, I gotta, I gotta start putting pen to paper, getting myself excited for being a funny man again. 
Any closing notes, Matt? We're gonna we're gonna wrap up the podcast. Did you have a good, did, did you have a good time? Did you have I had a, a great time. This was fun, man. It was kind of like all over the place, but it was it was good. We talked. We you know we got to talk about everything. <laughs> Everything and anything. Everything down. It was great. To the little wiener rubbers in China. Feels good to be able to just fucking talk and like, yeah, say what you want to say. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, you know, I love to hear from you. Love it. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. There's lots of stuff for you to be on board with, for you to support, for you to encourage, for you to get fucking mad and give me shit over. But you know the rules. If you send me an email, I will read it regardless of what it says. And I almost forgot. Um, my friend Andrew at uh, Crazy Fo You on Bronson in Ottawa, um, he sent this. Interesting. I've got three transactions from PlayStation thanking me for my purchase. So let's see. Uh, let's see what I bought. I went to get my email, and it's like you bought this, you bought this, you bought this. I'm like, why? Uh, what did I buy? I've been sitting here all day. Okay. So now I'm just getting emails that I should have got a while back. So uh, Andrew sent me this email from Crazy Fo You. He said first coffee to try. So I was telling. Uh, my listeners that my friend Mark has never tried coffee. And I'm like, what coffee do you try first? Do you get a Tim Hortons? Do you get the McDonald's stuff? Cause it's better. Do you pick Starbucks? Do you get roasts from home? Do you try and spread like what if you were giving someone who was in their forties, their first taste, not like oh, I don't really drink coffee or whatever. You're getting your first taste of coffee. Holy fuck. What is that one? Cause that coffee will make or break that person, whether or not they want to keep drinking coffee. And I was like, I should do a coffee tasting, get them a little bit of everything and go, this mm-hmm. is this. And, and it's also the accoutrement, right? If you've never tried coffee, do you try black your first time? Do you put cream and sugar on the table? Right. Like here, like there's start, different ways yeah. to dress them. So what's your fucking style? Anyways, Andrew sent me an email. It says first coffee to try. Hi, Josh, it's Andrew. A great coffee to try is either a Vietnamese iced coffee with condensed milk or bring him by and I'll make him a coconut coffee, hands down the best. Well, you and I had our lunch there. We thoroughly enjoyed our meal and Andrew was kind enough to make us the coconut uh, milk, sorry, uh, coconut coffee. Yes. What'd you think? Very delicious. Yeah. Absolutely delicious. And it was an iced coffee. So I, I misunderstood a little bit because I understood the Vietnamese iced coffee. Um, and it was, but he said coconut coffee. So for some reason I thought it was gonna be like a coconut hot coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, um, one sec, I'm gonna, I gotta pause. We're about to say goodbye, but I am getting a phone call. Uh, I'll be right back. All right, we're back. Sorry about that guys. It was a call from a, a fellow comic and I wasn't sure what the nature of the call would be. He was just asking my opinion on Chinese food. Um, <laughs> there you go. That's the, I'm a fat fuck. It's like, I'm going to get, I'm getting slutty food. Josh, should I wear a condom was basically that, that call. Um, but yeah, uh, so that was, uh, that was pretty much it. Andrew suggested the, the, the coffee. I was asking you, what did you, what did you think? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you could really taste the coconut. They use real coconut oil in there or, yeah. so it was, it was really good. It was good. And it was a cold coffee. That was, a, yeah. that's what I was saying. Refreshing. I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't hundred percent sure. Like I said, I thought, I, I thought I was getting a hot coffee. Mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it. It was good. So the only thing that might've fucked up my, my objective look at it was it wasn't what I was expecting Your in terms of, yeah, my expectation was temperature, right. hot, a hot kind of coconut. Mm-hmm. I actually, you know, what's funny. I didn't really know what to expect. All I know is that I was expecting a hot drink. So I liked it, but I was in the mood for a hot coffee. However, you guys want a cold drink? And I didn't have a chance. We we're going to try. I'm going to try the Vietnamese one next time. Um, the Vietnamese iced coffee. I'm looking forward to that. But uh, it was delicious. It was delicious. We've been sipping on them for quite a while because we were, it was, it's a strong taste. It is a strong taste iced coffee. It's not like a weak, you know, oh, well, it's kind of some coffee in there. It's a, it's a mix. Anyways, guys, crazy for you. You got to go fucking mess with them, man. You guys got to try it. You got to tell me what you think. Uh, they are not a sponsor of the podcast. I'm just a big fan. And like I said, they take good care of me and they're very reasonable. It's, 
It's such a fucked up time for businesses. Okay. It's scary because of COVID. Everyone's limited. Everyone is real. Everyone's struggling except for the big corporate things that never seem to struggle and that are big enough that you can have a ton of people in and still, you know what I mean? Like those big box places, they got the space to have their customers just constantly coming in. They got online, whatever. These little places that can't have a ton of people need, need your help. Right. And Matt, you were saying that like you and I both agreed, like there's like little hipster places that'll open up and be like, this sandwich is great. 16 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Their, their sandwiches. I was in there today. It's eight. It goes from like six bucks right up to eight fifty for the bombies. It's a hundred percent worth it. Yeah. And, and it's stupid some. reasonable. It's yeah. stupid reasonable. There's, they're not like, Hey, it's great. So we're going to charge you more for oh, it. And the quality, they're not skimping. Everything is just really good ingredients. It's yeah. top notch stuff for what you're paying. Like, it's yeah. a good deal and yeah. it's delicious. Yeah. You guys got to give it a try, man. That's all I'm saying is, is I'll, uh, I'll stop talking about it so much, but I just, I want them, I want them to stick around. You know what I mean? And I've actually had friends that like, they, you know, they're like, Hey man, thanks for, thanks for the shout outs, like this and that. And they take care of me and they give me good deals and stuff. And I'm, I'm almost like, listen, I appreciate the good deal. I appreciate the discounts. Don't cause I want you to still be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're not making money off me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I want you to still be, and this is not to say that they're struggling. They're really not. They're busy, but it's just, it's a small local business, good people, you know, support local and, and, and Hey, word to potential local business owners. Don't, don't try to grab more money because you're like, Oh, I'm artisanal. You'll be gone. You'll be mm-hmm. gone. You want to have a fucking $16 sandwich. True. You can be the talk of the town for five people for two months until you can't keep your lights on because no one's coming in to buy your goddamn sandwich. Yep. Sure. It's great. Hey, ice cream places that serve $12 ice creams. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I, I don't mean like, like I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like charge seven bucks for it. Yeah. It's still mildly competitive, mm-hmm. you know, and you'll stay open. More people will come to get your great tasting shit and you'll make, what is it that maybe slightly different thing, but it's like, you know, you want to, you want a small piece of a big pie or you want a big piece of a small pie. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's probably not the right particular no, it format, works. but all I'm saying is like fucking you'll get more people and your profits will continue to grow because you're getting more of it as opposed to like, Hey, we made fucking, we crushed this. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know anything. That's been the podcast this week. That's been the Josh Williams one man podcast. I don't know anything. Give me shit. Tell me your thoughts. I love you all. Matt, I love you. Thanks for being here, buddy. Love you too, man. Always a pleasure. Thanks buddy. All right. We'll talk to you guys again soon.
Just a go. 